Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to the top five of death. Where listeners vote and everyone dies. Listen and die. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death, where I've just been informed that Cardi B is indeed pregnant. You heard it live here first. We just found out. Froze here, everyone. Froze, say hi to the lovely people at home. No. Okay. Uh, joining us this week, uh, making a triumphant return, Cat. everybody. Hey! Yeah, she is. Uh, and also making their triumphant return, Tim, everyone. Hey. <laughs> hey! 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 Is that hey! You? Hey! 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 What's that from, Fro? I I mean it's Prometheus and Bob. Okay, uh, from sure. Kablam. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. The episode where the alien is trying to teach Bob to box, so they have the the dummy that looks like a human, and the alien starts punching it, and Bob gets upset because he doesn't want to hurt. He doesn't want it to get hurt. So they're hey, hey. <laughs> and he like walks up and he gives it a hug. It's so funny. Prometheus and Bob is so fucking funny. S- so good. Kablam in general was way ahead of its time, I think. Yeah, it really uh, definitely. was. It was it yeah. felt it fer- felt very adult swimmy yeah. uh, to a degree. I would very I'd be very interested in a return show strictly of Prometheus and Bob. Um, I will watch yes. the hell out of that for sure. I feel like there was a spinoff of Life with Loopy for a little bit. Yeah, I think you were right. Yeah. Old Penny. No, no, Life with Loopy. That wasn't the Penny Eyes. That was Penny. Oh, that, Penny. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe Penny was a spinoff. Well, what Life with it? Loopy was that like weird, like real photos of their like faces, but like kind of like. Yeah, it was kind of like Angela Anaconda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Whoa, dude. Angela Anaconda, the theme song for that. When I like space out, it's either the theme song for Angela Anaconda or the theme song for Doug just will start playing in a loop in my head until I like reconnect. Well, that's so easy to get lost in a Doug theme. <laughs> just yeah. walking down the street by yourself, just. <laughs> and you hear. Uh, I bet you do. Don't touch me. I fucking. That shit cracks me up. Dude, this is a great segue into top five beatbox solos. <laughs> yeah, that's this week, right? That's why I'm here, I think. Tim, Tim is a competitive beatboxer. <laughs> A lot of people don't know that. That'd be crazy yeah. if you were. Uh, when I did <laughs> improv, thing. when I did improv, there was this improv group from New York called North Coast, and they their whole thing was like they were like they were like a hip hop improv group, and they had like a beatboxer, and everyone raved about this beatboxer. And then like we we I perf- they came to the theater and we performed with them, and they did like a set. I was so fucking underwhelmed by this beatboxer's performance, and I was so <laughs> pissed off because I o- I only went. I see improv literally every fucking day. I only went to see like the beatboxer and it was just like it was mediocre at best. But everyone was like, 
aren't they amazing? And I was like, fucking no. <laughs> why, are your, why is everyone's standard so low around? God, improv is too positive for its own good. It really it's is. You, it's because you didn't introduce them to the fat boys. For them That's to know what I said. I go, good beatboxing is. That beatboxer didn't once go. <laughs> that that is so funny about improv. I feel like stand up is the opposite. Like everybody is. is just a petty little bitch in stand up. <laughs> it's true. It, they're they're complete. Like is the word antithesis of each other. Antithesis. Um, antithesis. Antithesis. Antithesis of each other. Uh, they really are. You would, so at the theater. Just a quick little anecdote. Just an observation. I always thought was funny. So we have two. We had two theaters there. We had the main theater and like the smaller theater. And there was always like a a, a, a lot of times the stand up in the in the smaller theater at the same time as a show going on. And in the green room, there were two groups. There were the improv people who were like in a circle doing improv games, being like in, like just diabetes inflicting the <laughs> overly sweet and just like so pumping each other up and things that are just whatever. And then it was just. All the stand-ups are sitting around looking at the improv people, and then when they would leave, just like just making fun of them, which was funny because I definitely identified with that more as like a social construct, but I was much more into performing improv. Oh. But no, Tim. Tim's right. Uh, is I was always wild. I like. Part of me always thinks that I would be really good at improv, but then I feel like I'm at the point in my life that if I join an improv group now at my age, it would be like a midlife crisis type thing. Yeah, you're probably, <laughs> as someone who, who taught improv and saw all walks of life come through, there, it's just improv. Like I'm, I miss the train. Maybe, maybe. If, if, as long as, if you can stomach it, and I mean that completely legit. If you can stomach the, you know, over positivity, because not, and you know what was funny too is it was a veneer. It was a veneer that everyone mm. put on because I would, I would always just talk to people like normal human beings and I was, you know, kind of like rough around the edges as far as they were concerned. And I'd just be a little cynical about stuff. And a lot of times people would be like, yeah, I totally agree. And it's like at the same time and like they'd be in like two other groups that'd be like, uh, oh yeah, big Buddha, big Buddha, big Buddha. Just like these fucking improv. I don't know. It was wild. It's improv is a fucking cult. <laughs> uh, anyway, who's knocking on a door? That's me. I'll be right back. <laughs> Aren't you? In- is that our house? <laughs> Tim, get a gun. What's happening? Tim, get the gun. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a live <laughs> B and E at the. Uh, I, yeah, like we uh, we already introed ourselves on this show. She's getting up to get groceries or something. All right, the door has been opened. We are patiently, with bated breath, waiting to see what has knocked at the door. The door has been shut. No screaming has been heard. Everything is assumed to be safe as it is right now. So we wait for the return of Cat. Tim, can you give us an audio breakdown of what you hear in the house? Yeah, we go live to the scene right now where uh, I'm upstairs from whatever's happening, and I'm hearing the same audio feedback that we were hearing before, but also like the crinkle of plastic grocery bags. So I think I think we are moving toward an understanding of the situation on the ground here. 
That's uh, right. Tim, I don't want to cut you off here, but, but Kat has just returned to the microphone and the screen. Yes. Kat, can you please report from the field what has transpired in the home? Yes, so I am on the scene, um, and our uh, uh, surprise Dairy Queen was just delivered. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, they have been vi- visited by royalty. The queen of all dairy has graced them with their presence. What Look, a- I feel like I owe it. I owe it to listeners to let them know that this is the first time I personally am hearing about the Dairy Queen, <laughs> and so. That's why I said surprise, Dairy Queen. Pretty caught off guard, to be honest. Wait, did you order something, Tim? <laughs> no, I no. did. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> she ordered something for me that I'm about to find out what it is. Oh, oh, so Kat, you did indeed order Tim's something. <laughs> I did, yes. I door dashed blizzards from Dairy Queen while we were still going through setup, and I thought it would get here before we started recording. That's so funny. <laughs> well, all right, well, when she got up, I literally thought to myself, this better not be Dairy Queen. <laughs> Well, then I'll eat yours, too, then. That's double fist and blizzards over there. Yeah. <laughs> Edward Blizzard hands. Um, <laughs> blizzards of the coast we are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, now I just have to know what kind of blizzards are they? Um, wait, wait, wait. So no, no, wait. Don't, 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 no, no, wait. Don't, don't, don't. Tim, little, we'll play a little, ma- uh, little uh, what is it, match game or whatever the hell it's called? Newlywed game. Newlywed game. Yeah. All right. So, Kat, I yep. want you to write down... Because we're doing a Zoom so we can see it. If you have okay. the ability or uh, or I'll put text, it in the chat. Don't put it in the chat because I, I want Tim to see it. Text okay. me and fro. Text me. Text me what okay. you think uh, Tim would answer, uh, would order from Dairy Queen. And then once I get the text, I'm going to have Tim tell me what he would have ordered. And then I will let you know if Cat is correct. And whether if, by the way, high stakes, if you're wrong, you both have to agree to get a divorce. <laughs> That's too high stakes. Listen, I thought you said that's that doable. You bring that up. <laughs> Why don't you bring that up? Because <laughs> we have announcement for the listeners. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm waiting here for my. Oh, I got a text message. All right. Okay. So Tim. So I think the easy part is what Cat would get for herself, which is a, a cookie dough. Blizzard. Okay. I, I will not reveal anything until you you answer both. For me. I think she would just default to whatever it was that I ordered last time. And I don't even really remember what. Oh, like this, whatever the Snickers equivalent is at Dairy Queen. Ladies and gentlemen, there will be no divorce here tonight as Kat has has sent me, a, me and Fro, because Fro can vouch a text message. Uh, f- she put herself down as cookie dough in Snickers for Tim. Tim nailing both. You two are truly yeah. newlyweds. We're meant to be. Well, I'm I'm elated that I got it right and devastated at the same time because I didn't like it last time I got it. So, <laughs> oh um, no, sorry. You can have my cookie dough if you want. Wow. You know what? Thank you. That would be great. <laughs> you know what? I'll actually eat them both <laughs> just to make make sure that you know better next time. Uh, yeah. Awesome, Fro. What's up, dude? How's your week been? I feel like you haven't been very present on the episode yet. Usually, you've you said something uh, f- uh, flippant by now. Well, you said to say hello, and I said no. Yeah, okay. So that was kind of a thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh, I didn't have anything to add to the uh, the news report. 
No. Uh, you don't want to jump into that? No, I mean, I could have, I guess, jumped in and did the weather, uh, yeah. but I didn't feel like doing that. Um, I don't know. Things have been whatever. Uh, Non-eventful, non really, uh, here. Went kayaking yesterday. Uh, What'd you get, like a deal on a, on a rental car? <laughs> I get it. Is that a uh, rental thing, kayak? Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. Kayak.com. I don't know. I'm a Hertz guy. They're the new sponsor for top five. Well, good thing oh, no about if, if you're a Hertz guy, it's a it's a good thing because you could probably through kayak.com rent through Hertz. Oh, uh, okay. I'll I'll have to check it out. There you go. No, I just went. I went kayaking on the Mystic. How was it? It's good. Did you good, flip? Good, good. Did you flip it this time? No, didn't flip it. That, <laughs> we, we, did the, we did the double, so the uh, tandem uh, kayak. So no flipping. That's so cute. So. Hold on. Let me ask you a question. How does that happen? And by that, I mean, how do you schedule that into your and your wife's schedule? Does one of you what go, do you, mean? do you go, hey, hon, hon, hey, it's going to be nice out this weekend. You want to go kayaking? Borderline that. God, you're such a loser, dude. We just, we try to do it just on the weekend. Okay. That's how we are with hiking. Oh, mm-hmm. you two hike? Yeah, we hike. Yeah. Man, you guys need to smoke cigarettes like me and my wife. <laughs> hey, uh, did you get the pack of Malbros? Yeah, I, went, I went up to exit one in Seaport and got us a whole 24 pack for $5. They don't sell menthols Jesus. anymore, so I, I, I put mint tic tacs at the end of them all. <laughs> <laughs> no sales tax, though. Worth it. Do you smoke, Matt? Oh, my God, no. I'm Edge, baby. Yeah, I knew that. That's why I was like, what's <laughs> happening right now? This is fucked up. <laughs> if Matt were to smoke, I think you'd be a Virginia Slims 120s type of guy. <laughs> I feel like that'd be the most value for your dollar. <laughs> Long and skinny. Yeah. I um, had a boyfriend that I've, smoked Marlboro Light 100s. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> I don't even know. It. It, that's slightly longer than a normal cigarette, I don't know what cigarette, any right? of this means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a Cruella DeVille cigarette, basically. <laughs> Is that the gold package? Yes, the gold package. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm surprised I knew that. <laughs> yeah. When I worked at CVS, I used to sell people cigarettes. So, mm-hmm. Kat, did you ever smoke? I was a drunk smoker. So I would either dr- smoke... Um, Cloves or Ugh, I Marlboro knew you were going to say that douchey ass cloves <laughs> thing. Yeah, whatever, uh. whatever college group I was hanging out with, I would just bum a cigarette off of someone, and those were the two options usually. You were a full on emo girl. <laughs> I really was. I really was. Oh, cloves are so fucking gross. They don't make them anymore. Good. <laughs> Deprive people from that shit. Oh, I hated the cloves. Remind right. me of like an Easter ham. Because <laughs> it's like Jesus. brown sugar and cinnamon. <laughs> what the f- fuck are you talking about? This cigarette tastes like ham. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the the spices that were using it reminded me of like the brown sugar glaze. So, I guess the <laughs> obvious question is: is does the reverse? Make you think of clove cigarettes if someone like if you have an no. Easter ham, you're like, man, I wish I could smoke this ham right now. No, definitely not. Only only incense will sometimes make me think of cloves. Incense reminds me of my sister's bedroom growing up, <laughs> of just being a fucking stoner. 
Nag Champa, baby. Nag Champa, truly. Tim, you never smoked? Uh, no, I, I've had like maybe two cigarettes in my life. Um, one of them was over coffee, which was great. That's like supposed to be like a really good combination and I like kind of get it. But, uh, I also have asthma. So smoking was never really an option. Yeah, that'll do it. I used to just have cigarettes hanging out of my mouth. Because I thought it was cool. He, he did do that. I've seen him do it. It was very yeah. funny. <laughs> Le- Leonard Washington type of shit. <laughs> <laughs> How many yeah, packs did, did, you? did you go through? <laughs> <laughs> they would start getting soggy, so I'd, I'd dump oh. them. <laughs> so gross. Sog- soggy <laughs> butts, baby. <laughs> did you switch to toothpicks? Uh, no, I, they, uh, they don't have the same like weight to them, like a good mm-hmm. cigarette. Like a good yeah. cigarette. Uh, <laughs> and any listeners smoke? I'm sure there's a ton of them. I don't know if there's a ton of them. Maybe not. Hop on into the chat right now. Let us know if you <laughs> smoke. And... Well, you know what, Tim? Great segue. Where that'll be a thing soon. Where we'll have some sort of chat where we'll be like, "Hey, uh, put put uh, put F to show respects for the smokers in the chat." F. <laughs> F. <laughs> I'm a fucking smoker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was froze check-in cat how are you what's uh anything new it's been it's been a, actually you've been very busy with school yes this was like the worst month of my life school wise um i was in class monday through thursday from 5 30 to 9 30 um and then i would have homework to do after and uh it fucking sucked it was the worst are you is the semester still going on i have one class that goes until august but it only meets once a week so that's not as bad as the other class mm. were the other ones accelerated classes yeah the it was um like an intensive so it was only five weeks so that's why we met three nights a week so my so one thing that happened when i was and tim you you went to college right you went to a, a religious college i did Right. Uh, a, I did, yep. We had a whole episode on it. <laughs> um, one thing that I found, I never thought of when I was going to college, and I didn't notice it. I mean, I, it obviously happens to everyone, but it was never something I considered. I had such a hard time scheduling my, my last five or six classes just because on schedule alone. Because yeah. a lot of them are like, you know, the second vert, like the, the second level of a class. It's like, we only offer this in the spring. It's like, well, I couldn't take it in the spring. So now I can't fucking take this class until next semester. Yep. That yeah. sucks. That's such a fucking faulty system. And it's so fucking stupid and annoying. Yeah. That's how my system is set up. We have what they call cohorts. Um, so it's everybody that started at the same time as me. So we're on a specific cycle of classes that differs in the cohort before us and the cohort after us. So if I don't take classes in my cycle, I immediately go out of sync and I have to take stuff at different times. So like I'm on a very strict class schedule um, so that I can graduate that. on time. Yeah, that's so that's so inconvenient. Especially, uh, fuck that. That's so yeah, annoying. that's why I have to take summer classes because it's in my cohort cycle. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to take them until like next fall, <sighs> like I, fall twenty twenty two, not the upcoming fall. Yeah, that's so. so that's that's yeah. so dumb. Mm-hmm. I had a I I 
I had to convince, I had to argue and convince um, my the school I went to to let me test out of a class because they offered it not even every year, not even really? every year. It, and it was a, it was a it was a IT it was like a computer like fund like hardware fundamentals class, and it was so I I, I it was such a fucking tooth and nail fight. I I met with everyone. I met like even the dean. I had like made a, I had to go talk to them and it's like like make my case as to how ridiculous it was. And I always said the same thing. I was like, I would tell them what like what the situation was, and then I would say, now you tell me why that's not ridiculous. And it's like I just would would phrase the question like, you explain to me why the fact that you only have like one faculty member that's like you know capable of offering this class and. I have to wait for that faculty member to be available to teach a class that That's I can't. So I can't get my degree. That I'm like, it's like it was like one of the only. It was like one of two classes I needed to take. It was. It was like just let me test out of it. I was like, I, I've been working. I, I've already. I already have a job in my field. Like, just let me test out of it. Or I even. Yeah. I, I had to say like, can I do yeah. that? Can I use that as relevant experience? Like, I build and install computer networks at the time. I was like, this is a fucking I, hardware fundamentals course. Like, it was. It was awful. I hate. I hate that. So stupid. Yeah, it's very frustrating. Now but I'm all pissed off. <laughs> Sorry. But I'm done with like my most intense class, and then the rest of them. I only have one class in the fall, one class in the spring, and then an internship, and then I'm done forever. Do you want to share your major? Yeah, I am um, getting my master's in counseling psychology to be a therapist. So. Um, can we do an episode where you diagnose Fro and myself? Yeah, we can do that. Sick. I just volunteered <laughs> for diagnosing. Yeah, Fro's perfect the way he is. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong yeah. there. <laughs> uh, sick. She she has told me her like secret profilings of all of our close friends. <laughs> um, God, we need to do so. So if you ever, if you know anybody who's a psychologist or a psychiatrist and you've ever wondered, like, do they actively profile their friends? The answer is absolutely yes. yes. That's yeah. so cool. I can't <laughs> wait to hear what mine is. I was like, uh, narcissist. Uh, Definitely. Uh, yeah. But like in the we best have, way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most narcissistic thing to say about being a narcissist is being the best narcissist. <laughs> Yeah, it's like not only am I a narcissist, but I'm the best narcissist there's ever been. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking great at it. Yeah. <laughs> You've never seen anybody narcissize the way that I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tim, what's new with you? Uh, are you doing any any dates? Uh, have you uh, done any shows? Have they gone? Uh, how have they gone? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, I've been doing some live comedy stuff. Uh, it's been going pretty well. Things are steadily opening back up. Uh, just to give you a sense of how well things are going, I'm doing... Uh, comedy at the China Gourmet <laughs> in Framingham, Massachusetts, <laughs> on Sunday, July 11th at 7:30 p.m. And then I am doing uh, stand-up at the Cellar on Treadwell in Hamden, Connecticut, on July 8th at 6:30 p.m. So those are my next few dates. Um, so- I'm really pumped to perform at a. Chinese restaurant buffet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, try the chicken fingers. I hear they're great. But yeah. Um, so for like a date in Connecticut, right? So when you travel, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
do you at this point in your your stand up career? Will you? Tr- will, is it like a, this? Isn't meant to be like a, an insult or anything, but it's like, do you take whatever is offered to you, or will you only travel? Like, will you base the length of travel versus how much, like how good is the show, or how much time you'll get of a, as a set? Because I understand, like, I, me and Fred yeah. are touring bands, so I know how to like navigate that world. But how does it work for like a stand up as far as uh, like putting your name out there and getting some exposure? I, I'm definitely in the early stages of like I'll take whatever will give me the exposure, but you know you obviously can pick and choose what shows you do. So if somebody is like come to Connecticut for five minutes, like I probably would turn that down. Mm. Um, but I think this is ten to fifteen minutes or something like that. So oh, that's good. Um, yeah. So and it's a, a an opportunity to. It, that uh, Hamden, I think, is like two hours from me, so it's like far away from all the other venues I perform in, and all that stuff. So, uh, good opportunity for a fresh audience. That's awesome. So, is in the like the stand up world? Because you you were in bands too. You played in a band. Um, yeah. Do do they? Does anybody do the pay to play model for stand up comedians? Oh Definitely. yeah, uh, it's a it's a big thing. Really, it's like it's called a it's called a bringer show. I don't know if we called it that in music industry. I no, I just remember, called but. it a fucking scam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they'll they'll have shows where like these bookers are like, oh, you'll get on this stage, you'll never get on otherwise, and there will be bookers there, like you know, masturbation gesture for the listeners. <laughs> um, uh, it's and, a gesture, but Tim's stroking his penis <laughs> <laughs> so it's a really demonstrating you. it's a straight yeah. up visual for us yeah uh, uh, but it's a metaphor <laughs> um, yeah very poetic the way he did it <laughs> um, and so, so yeah you'll have to like you'll th- you can get on the show if you bring agree to bring like three to four people with you or something like that um, and they're very predatory but you know so, I've done one of those and it was kind of cool. It was like it ended up letting me open for the most famous comedian I've ever opened for. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Still, <laughs> 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 I was just I was gonna say still not that famous, but like not as famous as Rosie O'Donnell anyway. <laughs> Who um, was it? Uh his name is Matthew Brassard. Um, Brassard he's, sounds he's been on Comedy Central and I think that's like probably mostly what he's he, i think he was on like a handful of comedy central tv shows and stuff is that like a, so you a funny said, guy you said like uh the bringers are like you know bring four or five people is that typically like what is it is it you bring four or five people or is it you got to sell 15 tickets because it's a lot of like the essentially time, the same thing I, well no because so the difference i've i'm oh, sorry just real yeah, quick. i've only done w- yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, we're, we're we're two fucking idiots. You go ahead. I I am an idiot. You're less. You're 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 the guest of the top five. Yeah, you go. So I've only done I've only done one of these because generally I just like people shit on them in the comedy scene and they're like do them like occasionally but don't do them do them a lot. So I can only speak to the one time that I did it. Uh, but that was almost like honor system they were like yeah it'd be great if you could bring four people but it was like it was this was recently so it was during covid and they were like you you know we understand that people aren't going to be able to get a bunch of people to come out during a pandemic or whatever right so um their their limit their like uh cutoff was like bring four people that would be great and if you don't bring four people like 
whatever. It's not a big deal. I think during normal times, they are like more dickish about it where if you don't bring those people, then that booker might like actively blackball you in the scene from getting club gigs and that sort of thing. But so dumb. Yeah. Nothing wrong with black balls. I'll tell you that much. Bro, your <laughs> balls are as gray as a fucking cloudy sky. <laughs> yeah, it's like looking in London. <laughs> looking as in gray London. as a a quahog clam. <laughs> um, no, what I was going to say about the the difference of you know bringing four or five people or like selling tickets is for the the music scene. They would somebody would this is this is what happened is they would book a bigger band, right? Some fucking booker who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. And if you're actively in a music, like a local music scene and this happens, don't fucking, don't play this game. Okay, you don't need to. Anyway, is some like New Jack booker would book some decent sized touring band that had some sort of uh, guarantee and they would try to uh, subsidize that guarantee, like their fiscal responsibility to that band by committing smaller bands to sell x number of tickets to be on the show with the bigger band right but what happens is clever what happens mm. is is that a lot of these kids will either a just pay the ticket price out of their own pocket not sell them to anybody but just pay the ticket price right because it doesn't matter to the booker because they're getting the money to pay the bigger band uh or they're like somebody's parent in the band of like we'll just do the same thing and not go and it's shitty because at least with the stand-up bringer show, they're bringing four or five people. So if like this, there's five comics on, and they each bring four people. Like you know, it's at least there's some people in the audience. Like you're guaranteed that. But I can't tell you how many times that I would be on a show like that, and it was like, oh, like you know, all these all the opening bands are selling tickets, and there'd be fucking nobody there. And it's like, well, why? Didn't I thought they had to sell tickets. So like, yeah, they 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 paid. Well, I'm like, well, that's fucking stupid. Because <laughs> now I'm yeah. playing. To nobody, and it's a, like, yeah, I'm sure we're getting paid, but I would, I, I would rather play to a bigger audience and have fun than get paid for any fucking show any t- any day of the week. But mm. I don't know. Yeah, I think I I did one show that was like that. It was like the Worcester Palladium where you had to sell tickets oh, to was like, it get the on the show. show? It I, it had to have been, yeah. Yeah, th- those were. Is that the Battle of the Bands thing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I played one of those once. And then, uh, but I have had shows similar to like a comedy bringer show music wise where it'll be like you, if you sell this many tickets or whatever, this many people say they're there to see you at the door, then like, we'll take that off of like, we'll give you whatever proceeds after you hit a certain amount or something like that. So, um, (laughs) yeah, there's no way to track that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was like i brought 50 people well they didn't say they were here to see you at the door i was like Hi, what this yes they did I'm like no they didn't <laughs> i guess i trust you music <laughs> venue right no shit's that shit's wild and, and that and the when i first started playing in bands that wasn't a thing i was there for the creation of that fucking model and it was it was so fucking toxic. King of the castle. I am king of the castle. I am the best narcissist, and I was there for the beginning. <laughs> He's like, I made so much fucking money exploiting fans. <laughs> uh, I was there for this model because I invented it. <laughs> I did it the best. No one was better than me at it. I ripped off a lot of kids. It was great. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's wild, but uh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, Checking for myself. Uh, it's very hot. Uh, we had some people over today for a barbecue. It was very, it was very hot behind the the grill. It was, 
I had my annual review at work. It went well, so that was good. Um, let's see. I don't know. That's it. I have nothing interesting or fun to report. Any went, new Wednesday news? Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, we were wrestling the other day, and she farted right in my face. <laughs> so she's like kind of like big enough to kind of like tumble around with her. So we were mm-hmm. on the floor. Um, my cousin had a birthday party, so we were there, and she has like this like big carpeted floor because I have hardwood floor. So we were like rolling around, and uh, she went to like she was standing. Ab- I was laying on my back, and she was standing above my head. So she went to like crawl, essentially on my face and like onto like my my chest. So, but when she got to my chest part, and her butt was just like in my face, she was just like, <laughs> and I went, I go, "Hey, you you tooting on Dada?" It was a uh, it was very funny. <laughs> so then I fucking just ripped ass right in her face. No, I didn't. But <laughs> soon, though, I, maybe when she's old enough to recognize a fart is when I'll debut that move. <laughs> um, I've never heard of a casual Wednesday, but that's pretty casual. <laughs> it's very casual. Uh, yeah. So there's that. So cool. Um, we weren't here last week. No episode. Um with it being the review week and I just had a lot going on at work and we also recorded late in the week last week and it fucking totally, well, not last week, the week before and it, it totally threw me off. I didn't even realize that we had been without a show until it was like Tuesday night and I just did not see any time in my schedule to, to schedule it out. So that that one's on me, but we're here this week and bro, you're, you're like insanely quiet tonight. I'm just listening, baby. I know, but it's not... It's not you, man. I have nothing to add to anything. <laughs> How's the ACs working? I'm in the office. There's no AC in here, so I'm also schwitzing at the moment. Okay, get an AC in that room. I'm not I'm not putting an AC. I'm not getting a third AC. Why? Cuz I don't need a third AC. Are you let me ask you this. Are you comfortable right now? No. <laughs> well then you need a third AC. No, it's fine. I do, usually I'm not in this off office as often as I normally am. Do you like to be comfortable? Typically, no. I'm I'm all about being so uncomfortable. Froze so dedicated to not being comfortable, he keeps a ski ball in his back pocket. Yeah, I got a ski ball in my back pocket, so uh, my sciatica is uh, acting up. I wear my socks uh, backwards, so the like heel part is on the fucking front of my foot. Ugh. Um. <laughs> That's a great top five idea. The top five most uncomfortable things you could oh, do. Oh yeah, wet undies. A sock on <laughs> a sock on backwards is a great one. Oh yeah. Oof. Oof. <laughs> uh, I won't say anything else. Right, yeah. Elton. Uh, all right. Well, so we'll see gonna... if I add anything further to this episode, though. <laughs> we'll see. For the very low fro episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Ew. So we're doing a draft episode this week. For those who haven't heard one of our draft episodes, we we pick a topic and then we'll draft um, picks for that you know that week's top five idea list. Um, and this week we were given. We should have found who suggested this. Yeah, I asked you uh, more of the details, and he never followed up with me. So no, not not even a little bit. Fro did ask. I said I'll look it up. I didn't. Um, I'll look it up between now and the end, of the end of the episode and see if I can find who suggested it. But it was a, uh, a listener-suggested episode of an SNL draft 
that being Saturday Night Live. Where we, Ramadan, I think. Was it Ramadan? If, it, so. pro- it probably would be because he is so wholesome and it's such a good idea. Um, but if it's not, then whoever it is, they are so wholesome and it is such a great idea. <laughs> I will, I will find it. I'll find it for the end of the end of the episode. But it's a, tr- a traditional NFL snake kind of draft where Fro is going to randomize. Fro, do you have that? Um, Fro asked me to ask him on on the show to pull up the randomizer because I, I tried to be a good. It producer. was Ramadan. Was it Ramadan? Yep, I just confirmed. Thank you, Cat. Ramadan, you magnificent bastard. I'm surprised I remember that because I'm I'm barely on the Facebook uh, anymore. Yeah, and you hate Ramadan. I don't hate Ramadan. I just don't give a fuck about Ramadan. <laughs> That's uh, not true. I just don't. I'm not fucking up his asshole like you are. <laughs> I don't fuck up his asshole. Yeah, well, yeah, you do. No, I treat it very. That dude kind. is blown out. No, I'm always. I always make sure I put back everything I take out. <laughs> <laughs> carry um, in, carry out. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I do have the randomizer, uh, the randomizer up and ready to go. All right, so, so, Fro's uh, but what, gonna, so what, well, you haven't explained what the full deal of this draft is. So the full deal of the draft is it's an, it's a Saturday Night Live draft. What we're going to do is we are going to draft three cast members, um, current or historical. We're going to draft a host. I'm going to say the host does not necess- does does not have to have had uh, a have hosted before if it's someone who has never hosted you'd like to see host totally on board that also goes for our last pick which is the musical guest okay so let's do it in order okay so let's do our three cast members first then we'll our four our our fourth picks will all be hosts no it should be the musical guest uh, wait should we do it that yeah way? it should be it should be the yeah. it should be the the host it should be the uh cast members the musical guest and the host because that's technically how they would introduce it on the show Okay. With four non-blondes and your host, Stevie Nicks. <laughs> Why would Stevie Nicks? I don't know. I just It was the fucking first name that popped in my also, head. Also, what if I wanted to pick the four non-blondes? Because oh. I always say that. I know you do, but you weren't going to. <sighs> you weren't. I don't know. Should we um, do all our picks with that voice? <laughs> no, the four non-blondes is a... It's the musical guest. Yeah. When I do my Don right. Pardo. Yeah, I'm going to do that voice for each of my picks. <laughs> yeah, I think we all should. Yeah. Pay tribute to the late Don Pardo. Mm-hmm. And musical guest, the four non-blondes. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so I will I will uh, randomize. All right, so Fro's going to randomize it. This is going to provide us with the order in which we are drafting. So first pick, it's first pick. When it gets to the last pick, they will then start the second round, so they will have the first pick, and it will go backwards, uh, back through the order, and then it will repeat in each direction as it goes. So, Fro, you have it randomized? Yeah, it's All randomized. Right, so who has the first pick? That would be Cat. Cat, you Ooh, baby. fucking bitch. Uh, who has Damn. the second pick? That would be Tim. Tim, you fucking bitch. Rigged. <laughs> Rigged. <laughs> <laughs> you benefit from it, and you're calling it out. <laughs> Rigged. Uh, who has third pick? Me. You. F- what the fuck? I have last pick. Yeah, dude. That happened last draft. It fucking f my a the entire way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's his uh, rig. Yeah. 
I'm with Tim on this one. This is rigged. What, are you going to fucking do it again? <laughs> Bullshit. No. no. <laughs> Bullshit. Uh, no, you. You're last. Yeah, I, I heard you the first you time. You bitch. What'd you say? Well, technically, I never actually said that you were last. You just assumed that you were last. Go play with your gray balls. <laughs> okay. Uh, quick question. Pro, when you jerk off, you ever touch your own balls? I mean, I be, I think by proxy, I do. I mean, uh, like to stimulate. Incidentally. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. Okay. I don't, I don't believe I do. I, it's, I would have to. Wait, you don't believe you do? Would someone have to convince you that you do play with your, with your balls? Yeah. But like, you know what you're doing? I'm like, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> You'd need video footage. Yeah. Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> the balls have to be like the least used part of the body, right? Like. Uh, I mean, as far as like stimulation, I'd say so. But other than that, I, th- I think they serve. Yeah, some they purpose, put right? they put in most of the work at the tail end. I mean, but no, well, but, o- <laughs> but only when you're <laughs> only when you're like reproducing. Like, there's like maybe two or three times in your life where your balls are like, "This is my shot. I gotta take this." You know what I mean? Like, we're like the rest of the time they're just they're the understudy kind of. What about male nipples? I think they have less. You know, yeah, you're right. They don't have any <laughs> Ni- moment in the spotlight. Men have nipples because every baby starts as a female. True, uh, but in Japan, Japanese male porn stars get their nipples sucked so much, and it's so fucking <laughs> weird. All right, like now. little tentacles. Uh, no, <laughs> or like the suction cups on tentacles. Ugh. All right, Gross. for my first pick, I'll take uh, Japanese <laughs> nipple sucking porn stars. <laughs> It's so weird to me. These Why ladies are just sucking these dudes' tits. I gotta see this. <laughs> are you looking up Japanese porn right are now? They, Do they are have they, like clit nips? Yeah, are they huh? tits or are they like handsome the clit- men? Well, thin like the cl- men, you know? Yeah, the clit nips though, where like sometimes the nipple is like a little long. Oh, they like, look like a whoa. quarter of a Slim Jim? <laughs> like a little racer nips. Oh, no, I don't know. They're just like normal nips on these guys they just like for some reason it's like a weird thing in japanese porn that the women will suck on the dude's nipples bro i can't find it you're gonna have to fucking dig around in a video dude i don't know what to tell you it happens a lot and also tongue Oof. sucking is a huge thing in japanese porn which i also don't understand they suck each other's tongues so much i just want to freaking watch some Japanese guy get his nipples sucked. Is that so much to ask? No, not at all. All, all I'm getting is fucking blowjob videos. Oh, I found one. <laughs> Share you your screen. Share your screen. It's only a minute long. <laughs> Two Japanese girls sucking sucking big nipple. Alright, hold on. Let me share it. What? I'll show you. Everyone, we're going to watch porn. Fro was talking about this our last episode. On the streaming like, episode, yeah. Yeah, he was like, we're going to watch porn. I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> share a screen. Uh, screen two. Oh, actually, I can just share this one. Sick. Here we go. <laughs> share. There we go. Everyone see that? Yep. All right. And here we go. Oh, that's a that's girl. That's a girl. I thought, <laughs> hold on. So She does have big nipples, though. Yeah, that's not what I wanted. Hold on. We might as well. They look like fucking uh, Reese's Puffs. That's a hilariously <laughs> short video for what it is. <laughs> just. Okay. Uh, so here's the problem. The <laughs> thumbnail, can we all agree that looked like a guy, right? <laughs> it 
in the thumbnail, yeah. It, it, it does Because she has really short bangs. Yeah. And a sweater vest. But yeah, look, I can't find any of it. Dude, I don't know what to fucking, fucking tell jobs. you, man. I think you just watch too much Japanese porn. No, I really don't. Oh, all right. Well, if hey, I look, fa- look, second one right there. She's oh, playing yeah. with his nipples. She's Where? pinching his nips. In the second one. This one? Yeah. <gasps> yep. Okay. Oh. Oh, and yeah. And feet. I don't care about the feet. I'm not a foot guy. Uh, Got to do a fucking, fucking ad. Ad. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Can I just freaking look at a porn? This weird <laughs> trick makes any penis increase by sixty five percent. All right, let's see. If <laughs> it's we... a tampon going in apple cider vinegar in his own asshole. I don't know if she's gonna suck him on this. I don't know what this is. The uh, the name of the video is Ryu Kadi plays with her guy's nipples, making him ready to fuck. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know. This is just dude nipple play in Japanese. This is porn. like Mario music. I know. <laughs> it really is. Like I am expecting to see Yoshi hop across the screen. Wow! Yeah, yeah, yahoo! <laughs> That's this, a very hard nip. This guy, if that girl in the other video had like a slim jim nipple, this guy has the fucking like a tic tac nipple. <laughs> it's so small. This music yeah. is fucking yeah. very awful. Oh, she's gonna suck it. She's what getting ready. What a weird choice. Is he ready to fuck? We're gonna the suck it. The answer is now. oh, 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 oh. God. look at that straight oh. pubic hair. I I'm surprised it. it's not uh, a <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's not um, censored. <laughs> is her foot look. censored? No. You, typically, <laughs> they pixelize. You know. No, uh, you're right. Genitalia. Look, guys, I can. I can sit around searching Japanese nipple <laughs> porn on my own time. You know, I. Tim, listen, we invited you as a guest. Okay? You, you, you accepted, and now you have to bear the, the brunt right. of what we're doing. Yeah. Listen, we can, I, we can all search for Japanese nipple porn on our own time, but we can't search. It's easily, easily the most graphic thing I've ever seen on a podcast. <laughs> On a Zoom session. Yeah. I, I think my favorite thing about there yours. Was, there was a part of me that was like, is Zoom going to let him? I wasn't sure if Zoom would let you screen share porn. And of uh, I'm as glad long to as know it's that not it on would. Netflix, yeah. you can screen share. They won't let you screen share Netflix? No, I've tried before, and it's just black. You can hear it, but you can't see it. Oh, it must be an API thing between the two. Yeah. There are barely barely any nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up. <laughs> I was promised nipples and barely got them. One of my favorite things was everything was fine until this woman started to fucking uh, f- foot job this guy's dick, and Tim was like, okay, that's just about <laughs> enough, everyone. I'm I'm ready to move on, please. <laughs> All right, everyone. Do we really have to watch this? I was told at my my biblical college that this is a sin. My wife is here. <laughs> my this wife is... is here. I have no, a melted just Snickers like... blizzard waiting for me. You know what the problem is? I never like to watch the same porn video twice. So. <laughs> come on, we've all seen this. He's gonna then he's gonna fuck her, and then he's gonna come. We get it. <laughs> I watched a porn once where a woman was giving so a guy derivative. a foot job um, and she was wearing red pleather boots. So when she was like, had his dick like between her boots, she was just like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, that's going to be so unpleasant. It it's getting right like, up. yeah, like 
I don't know, rubber burn on his dong. Oh, dong burn. <laughs> Hello, well, everyone. My name's Dong Burn. <laughs> I, and I sell, uh, I sell knives. I sell Cutco knives. My name's Dong Burn. <laughs> the same boyfriend that smoked Marlboro Light 100s got sucked into the Cutco pyramid scheme. Was his name Dong Burn? <laughs> Might as well have been. Yeah, Dong Burn is... I'm gonna have to do. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna make a new Microsoft Xbox account called Dong Burn. He was also in that Palladium Battle of the Bands and Jesus. like bragged about it all the time and was like, "I've played the Palladium once." Everyone who wasn't in a serious band and did that did the same thing. I had so many kids in high school. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I'm in a band. We played the Palladium once. No big deal." <laughs> I did it. I thought it was one of the more fun shows I've ever played. Yeah, but you're an idiot. Yes, I am. <laughs> Uh, all right, all right. Okay. Uh, Enough Japanese porn. Let's let's go. Cat, yeah. Give yep. us your number one, I guess. Yeah. What's your first my, round draft pick? My first round draft pick of cast member is Amy Poehler. Oh, interesting. Are you casting her for her on screen or just for her like comedic prowess? So I love her character work. Um, I'm a big fan of all of the voices and stuff that she's done on cartoons like The Mighty Bee. Um, I like her. She has just a lot of great, weird characters, and she fully buys into everything she does. Um, and she also was a great Weekend Update host, so I feel like that's a good um, use of her in either sketches or Weekend Update. So, uh, were you a fan of hers? I'm sure you were. Uh, her Upright Citizens Brigade work. Yes, I thought she was great on that. I don't. I don't yeah. have very strong memories of her on SNL. I do have very strong memories of her on UCB. She. I forget the name of the character, but she had like a preteen character who would always go out with her stepdad Rick, and she'd be like, "Rick, can we please play these games? You go oh, to the yeah. arcade." Like she and. Just she had weird pigtails, and the voice was like kind of a a predecessor for her Mighty B voice. Um, What's Mighty? What is Mighty B? So the Mighty B, it was a cartoon that she created for Nickelodeon, and it was about a girl who it was like a Girl Scout oh, thing. It okay. was like the Bumblebees, and if she was like on a mission to get all of the badges so that she could be like the queen, so she would the be the oh, Mighty Bee. Speaking of you and my stuff, I have divided the hive into two categories. I flagged things that you can touch in green and things that you can't touch in red. That's the voice. I've yeah, seen that, okay. I've seen yeah. the image of this show before. Yeah, yeah. So that's like similar to the voices she did for this character that had the stepdad Rick, um, but she also was like a great singer. So did some a lot of those like weird musical sketches and she could sing. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't remember any of the uh, singing ones. Hmm. Yeah, like some of the like opening monologues and stuff like that just like whenever they would put like her and um maya rudolph and like rachel dratch would come out and they would like do songs together huh mm-hmm. well now you yeah. know the amy pole i think one of my favorite sketches of hers was like it was her i think it might have been tina fey and they have like this philadelphia uh like tv show where they're like oh, these- her and maya rudolph during bronx beat Maybe that's what it is. Maybe maybe that's what it is. I think Tina Fey was from Philly. Uh, yeah, that her character's from Philly, and they like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're talking about water and Guess like it on it. 
Yeah. She, fucking, I think it was Rudolph. It would be like, she was, or someone was from Philly, and somebody said they could pronounce it Wooter. And fucking, I'm yeah. not, I can't do it, Justin. I'm not obviously gonna, I'm gonna Wooter. stop. Wooter? Wooter. Yeah. People from Philly are fucking Wooter. Yeah. I love the Bronx Beat sketches that they would do. Um, yeah. I just think she's, and she's a hometown hero. She's from Burlington, Massachusetts, local ref. There you go. She's from so. Newton. Oh, Newton? She was born in Newton. Oh. Did she live in Burlington? Cass just making up <laughs> Amy Poehler No, facts. I thought she talked about going to like the Burlington High prom. Yeah, she's been stuff. to the Burlington Mall a couple of times, but that's about it. Who? Jesus. Yeah, she she's in the Burlington High School. Anything else you want she to correct Kat on, Fro? In, she, <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at her Wikipedia right now. She's born in Newton. Uh, she ended up going to Burlington. She, uh, yeah, she grew up in Burlington, Massachusetts. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't say that I'm from Lawrence because I was born at Lawrence. You Hospital. should say you're from Lawrence. No. Yeah, then I would be from Stoneham. Oh, hey, me too. Were you born in Stoneham, <laughs> Fro? Yep. Oh, okay, I get it. So Fro, Fro was born and raised. In yeah, his born hometown. and raised, baby. Yeah. I actually abide by that shit. I was born in Stoneham, lived there till I was two, then raised in Salem. Ah. Uh, Tim, where were you born? Denver, Colorado, baby. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Huh, how about that? Lived, lived there lived there till I was two and then I moved to Portugal. Uh, that's right. We learned all about it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, number all right. one, Amy Poehler. Good Tim. Pick. Tim, number one. Who's your number one? Apparently Fro is taking the reins of the show. <laughs> yeah, you damn right I am. Yeah. I got the list up. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Keenan Thompson for my Ooh, first cast pick. Wow, that's a that's a wild uh, first pick. Great pick, but an interesting that's a first great pick. pick. Fuck. Okay, well, I love him. I think he's so versatile. Like he's obviously very expressive and can do like really goofy characters, but he also plays a great straight man in like a a, a game show sketch. I just feel like. He makes me laugh so consistently from cast generation to cast generation. Um, he just really stands out in my mind. I, I do 100%. love Keenan Thompson. I think he, in my opinion, he is the current duct tape of SNL. And what I mean by that is <laughs> he is he just fixes poorly going sketches just by just by being. Keenan just by being funny, just knowing I don't know, he's just like he's such a, a, a polished veteran at it. He's always gonna be a bright spot yeah. of even of a like a bad sketch. Yeah. Whatever part that he comes in and he says he can say a fucking one line, it's like, Yep, that one worked. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think that he's been doing sketch comedy since nineteen ninety four. I know. Wow. He's Un- been a fucking a, believable. A constant comedic influence in my life. The only, the, the biggest negative I'll say about Keenan Thompson, and I don't know if anyone has seen it, but I thought his show was so bad. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't check it out. Don't, it's it was a. I love Keenan Thompson. I think he's so funny. I wanted to like that show so bad. Hey, it was, was renewed most, for a second season. Yeah. Well, good. You know what? Good for him. I, I he deserves all the success that he gets. But I thought that show was such a fucking just a cookie cutter sitcom that was just blech. No how thanks. many uh, yeah. episodes did you end up seeing 
I watched the first two and I couldn't do it anymore. It oddly enough, it has a Rotten Tomatoes has it up to a sixty-seven percent, which you could think would be worse. Uh, Seven point six two out of ten um, hmm. average rating. So sixty-seven based on critics, seven point six two based on the average rating. I'm assuming by viewers. I feel like that happens a lot where someone goes on to a sitcom from SNL and it's not good. Like the John Mulaney sitcom is, I love John Mulaney. That sitcom is pretty bad. Yeah. It's just, sometimes it just doesn't translate. Mm. Um, Tim, what's your, what's your, what's like a, a favorite Keenan sketch of yours? Um, I think this is kind of a, a, basic bitch choice but uh what up with that what up with that is amazing such a great recurring character that he does and uh it's very it it showcases a lot of what's great about him because he does there's like the very showman aspect of him like doing the dancing when he's like going into it and he's like he's like carrying the comedy of all of those every all the guests are basically just like straight men playing against him throughout the episode and uh he just does a, a great job of like reacting to them and then like slowly building to like the big dance numbers. God, that, that bit is so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I, I love Keenan. I also love uh, Reese to what the like AMC movie guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was a big fan of Jean K. Jean. Yes, uh, weekend update. Uh, French dude that he would play, um, <laughs> where he would he would just do French things and he'd go. Zoot around, and he get up, and there was that weird, like, fucking, like, porn beat going, and he starts yeah. <laughs> fake slapping an ass. God, he's so fucking funny. <laughs> Him playing Big Poppy was always fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eat a big lunch. Bafongo. frito. The, uh, God, you know what? I, I still say, I, it was a recent sketch, but every day, if I'm cooking dinner, if, if, if I use rice at all, I just think of him as Uncle Ben. And there's like canceling Aunt Jemima. And it was like that sketch. And he's like, I'm Uncle Ben. All I know is rice. Brown rice. <laughs> white rice. Basmati. It's so fucking funny. Basmati. <laughs> I mean, Steve Harvey. Him is Steve Harvey. Oh, is yeah. So His funny. Steve Harvey that's, is so that's, good. That's the other one that comes to mind is him on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire as Steve Harvey. <laughs> so fucking so funny. So fucking good. You know how many like buttons I have on this suit player? Last of the Moishas. Paprika, pa- <laughs> paprikans, <laughs> Puerto really Ricans. God, he's so fucking funny. Hiya, fire. Yeah, Keenan's fucking great. Uh, it'll be a weird fucking time when he's not on SNL. Yeah, yeah. it'll be a it'll be a big anchor missing from that show. That's a great mm-hmm. pick, Tim. Uh, Fro, what's your number one? Who knows? You do. It's your fucking pick. You're right. My number one is. Uh, I'm going. Bill Hader. That's a great pick. Oh, great pick. That is a good pick. Um, God, Bill Hader is also, I think, another one that, like, I think, kind of his era was kind of dark times. I mean, I think SNL is always in dark times for a lot of people. It's like, ah, oh, this show's fucking bad. It doesn't have Will Ferrell on it, or you know, it's not Mike Myers. You know, yeah. Everybody always shits on the show at, at certain points, uh, but Bill Hader was always somebody that was able to deliver he's so versatile because he can do imp- uh, impressions he can do whatever you ask of him you need him to do you know 
a celebrity, cool. He's able to fucking get into that that role, mm-hmm. um, which I just think is awesome. I was just watching a Bill Hader impressions compilation uh, video on YouTube the other day, and he's just fucking hysterical uh, when he does. I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, the guy who played like the main character on Mash, um, Alan Alda. Yeah, yeah, when he does this Alan Alda, and he's doing the um, they're doing the like uh, Jurassic Park audition uh, videos. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so the, good. Yeah, he does Alan Alda in that. He's just he's just so fucking funny. Um, and I'm glad that he was able to find some success outside of SNL, um, as well. I just think he he, I think he's one of the top. SNL guys, I think, of all time, personally. Hey, uh, hey, what are you looking at, butthead? Hey, why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? That, you know, that, that, that is a great line. I mean, that is so great. You know? <laughs> it's wild how good he is at that. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I mean, his his uh, his Al Pacino, uh, fantastic. I love his old guy old guy news reporter sketch. Where that, he's is, fucking that is one of my all-time favorite. People. Yeah. Yep. Herb Welch. Ah, God, yeah. I love Herb Welch. I've <laughs> wanted to dress up as Herb Welch uh, and, and for a Halloween party and then just interview people and just whack them with a microphone <laughs> all love, the time. I love his uh, Vietnam vet, too, that makes pop, the puppet workshop. Oh, the workshop. puppet Vietnam, dude? Yeah. <laughs> that, that sketch is so, so good. good. And it I can't tell you how many people I've shown that sketch to. It's not a very popular sketch for how fucking funny it is. So good. Yeah, and dude. then, of course, Stefan. Stefan. Yeah. And I love the backstory behind the Stefan sketches where it's John Mulaney pretty much fucking showing him jokes for the very first time mm-hmm. uh, and then changing them up every now and then. Um, and you get some fucking wild shit on there and the breaks that happens with Bill Hader. Mm-hmm. Uh, super genuine. Uh, a great a great character. Um, yeah, Bill Hader. Uh, love him. Um, R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> Jesus. R.I.P. Can we get an F in chat for Bill Hader? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll keep mine short and sweet. Bill Hader, I think, is fantastic, and I would he's in my SNL draft. Baby! Okay, there you go. Wow, all right. So it's my number one, and then I'll have... I'll start the next round as well. Uh, all right, so... I mean, <clears throat> these are all great picks. They're all fair... I mean, they're all pretty current. Uh, I'm going to go a bit old school here with my first pick. And uh, I'm going to pick as my number one, Chris Farley. Uh, <laughs> great pick. I uh, I couldn't not pick Chris Farley as my number one. I was actually not shocked. I'm not shocked because there's so many great cast members to choose from. But I'm a little surprised that he didn't get picked as a, as a number one pick somewhere else. Just because he's such an icon as far as yeah. in, in like uh, yeah. synonymous with SNL. Um because obviously, unfortunately, you know, he died, and he didn't have a chance to kind of shed shed that you know um, SNL notoriety. But man, I love Chris Farley. He is I've 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 told the story on the show before. Chris Farley is the reason why I I got into comedy at all. It, it's um, because you were fat and funny. I was fat. Mm. Well, I wanted to be funny because I was fat, <laughs> and that's how he was. Um, because he was like so, you know, I guess uh, self-conscious about like his weight and his appearance. But you know, people liked him because he was funny, and he just want and he just kind of he went in that direction. And it was like, oh, I can, I can do that. I'm willing to 
physically hurt myself for a laugh. Um, <laughs> not so much anymore. Now I'm like, no, I'll I'll try to use a funny quip uh, here and there. But at the time, I don't know. It's just, it was it was I don't know. It, it really resonated with me at the time. And he was great. Everybody loved him. And I was like, oh, I, I love Chris Farley. It's so he's so funny. Everything he does to me is it's great. His movies were. Were, were very funny. His SNL, I thought, uh, was was great. I, Tommy Boy is one of the fucking funniest movies of all time. Uh, I st- I still say anytime anything happens, I always go, "What'd you do? What'd you do?" <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Tommy Boy is the earliest memory I have of just like laughing uncontrollably at something <laughs> that I was watching, and for me, it's like the, it's the scene. Where he's he's like acting out a car crash with like the <laughs> toy cars on the dude's desk. And they're, they're, he just like simulates a fire. It's like so fucking good. New guy and in the back's puking his brains out. I remember. I remember like literally, literally rolling on the floor laughing at my friend's house watching that. And uh, it's incredible. That's definitely one of the that movies so I've fucking good. I've probably watched that movie on repeat so many times. I don't watch movies often. Uh, repetitively, but that is a movie that I can watch at any time. God, the movie's so fucking funny. Yeah, I quote that constantly. Uh, uh, anytime I have shrimp, I always talk about uh, needing a pooper scooper. Uh, <laughs> obviously, that's David Spade's line, but uh, look at this guy. We he's quote a pooper scooper. We quote, um, what'd you do? All the time. <laughs> the, fuck, the door. That, yeah, that door. So good. I have the, uh, the scene. And then there. his dad's car crash scene. Yeah. What was that last thing, Tim? His dad saying, I, I asked Beverly to be my wife, and he's like, awesome. <laughs> What'd she say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so funny. This is a friggin' the scene we're talking about. Ads are really cool. You're not even going to believe it. Like, um, let's say you're driving along the road with your family, and you're driving along, la la la, and then all of a sudden there's a truck tire in the middle of the road, and you hit the brakes. <laughs> Whoa. That was close. <laughs> now let's see what happens when you're driving with the other guy's brake pads. You're driving along, you're driving along, and all of a sudden the kids are yelling from the back seat, I gotta go to the bathroom, Daddy. Not now, damn it. Truck tire. I can't stop. Help. There's a cliff. And your family's screaming. Oh my God, we're burning alive! <laughs> no, I can't feel my legs! Here comes a meat wagon! And the medic gets out and says, Oh my God! New guy's in the corner puking his guts out. <laughs> All because you want to save a couple extra pennies. And to me, it doesn't get out. <laughs> Yeah, that scene doesn't work as well if that's not Chris Farley. Yeah. yeah. I still for think sure. it's weird that he was Shrek. the first vo- yeah. yeah, the first voice for Shrek and the like some of it came out and it's fucking weird sounding. Yeah. Shrek I don't, I don't think Shrek would have done as well with the Chris Farley voice. No. No. I well I, it, it's one of those things where it's hard to cuz we wouldn't have known otherwise, right? Well, right. Right. So we 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 think of Shrek and we think of Mike Myers and we think of the Scottish accent. Because that's all we know, but we don't know what it would have been like with Chris Farley. It definitely would have been different. True. Um, but man, th- so some I love his uh, Schmidt's gay with Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great sketch. I love his so good the Chris Farley show. 
so yep, fucking... where he's interviewing people. Do you, uh, do you remember? Do you remember that? Wow. Um, uh, <laughs> it's just like the way he uh, he's just he's so great, and also uh, just even behind the scenes, everyone has such a, an, an awesome story to tell about Chris Farley. Um, and he's just a magnificent cast member. Him, him dying shook Lord Michaels pretty much because he he blames himself for Chris Farley's like demise. I think it was he, my fault that Christopher perished. Well, he just didn't intervene enough, and he saw the downward spiral, and that's why, like, that's why he's holding on to Pete Davidson so tight because mm. he's worried it's going to be the same thing where he's going to end up dying because you know Pete's obviously a mess. Um, so. Why? What's what? I, I maybe I, what's what's Pete Davidson's deal? Well, he, he's mentally fucked up. He's got like depression issues. Yeah, and, like, he's bipolar. Yeah, he's he, like off and on meds, and and he does drugs on occasion. So like, yeah. I think he's been in and out of rehab. So it's it's like the same deal. He's just like a depressed dude, uh, <clears throat> and he, he he talks about killing himself like on a reg, and it's like. Nobody knows if he's ever going to do it, you know, because like one yeah. day, you know, it's it's he's doing okay, but then the next is like, oh, my life is fucking in shambles, <laughs> mm-hmm. at least in his head, you know. But so he's just kind of like a same deal. He, yeah, Lorne like watches over him, I guess, um, and I think that's why he's been on for so long because he sees Chris in him uh, a bit. So interesting, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's my number one pick is Chris Farley. So now I get my second pick. Um. And I feel like I need to pick this person because they're also a very big heavy hitter, and I think that they will they might go during the second round here. Uh, I think this person is in, so fucking funny and such a goddamn talent, but I've I've come across this person as being a very polarizing uh, cast member. People either love them or they hate them. And my number two pick is Kristen Wiig. I lo- oh, I'm losing my voice. Oh, my God. Wow, that's really great. I love her. <clears throat> yeah, me too. Uh, I think she's so f- fucking unbelievably funny. She's Kristen yeah. is so... Kristen her is character work is phenomenal. She just, like, fully digs into her characters. Yeah. And it's, it's so good. And it's so in, like, the range of characters that mm-hmm. she plays. But I know people that fucking can't stand her. Really? Because she's so over the top. I don't know if that if if that's it, then they're fucking wrong. Well, they're wrong anyway. But if their reasoning for not liking Kristen Wig Wig is because she's so over the top, then I just want to be like, why do you watch SNL? I think it's because she she was just so in your face. Like that's the thing is like they shoved her down your throat. It's because like yeah, because she's fucking good. I don't I don't know. I I would have. I never got sick of her. I Same. never felt that she was like being John Cena down everybody's throat. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I don't feel that way, but I could see that being a case because I think there's I, yeah, a I feel I like think it, there's a current cast member that's in yes. the exact same boat. Yes. Uh, and people the same deal is like, nope, I fucking can't stand them. Yeah, because I, they're in every sketch. I if I'm thinking of who you're thinking of, Fro, I am very over them. For that yeah. reason, right? That, I, I, it's, yeah, it's the it's the B list Kristen Wiig. Uh, yeah. I do like this person, but Same. it's just like, you know, yeah. Tim, you're gonna say something? Yeah. yeah, just that I do feel like a lot of people eventually react to somebody blowing up. So a lot of people just would say they don't like Kristen Wiig because so many people like Kristen Wiig. Yeah, and 
So I think that's that's part of it. But because I, I just I can't I don't think I knew anyone who when she was on SNL was like oh I don't like Chris and Wig. I knew it after the fact after Bridesmaids after she really blew up you know yeah um, I think everybody used to love Kristen Wiig when she was on SNL and was like clearly an MVP. Absolutely. Uh, so some of my favorite Kristen Wiig uh, characters, w- one of my favorite sketches that she has ever done is, oh God, what the hell's her name? Um, oh, the little hands? Uh, no, I like that one. <laughs> I, that, that's, I don't remember that. Yeah, those little hands are so, ugh, mm-hmm. so funny. So oh, yeah. funny. So I have, a, I have a handful, but who the one where she um who who is that like big time uh, theater person? Liza Minnelli. Liza Minnelli tries sh- sh- shuts off a lamp. Yes, is so <laughs> is so good. Is so good. And fucking, you've talked about that one before. I think Jonah Hill's in. He's like, come on, we the car's downstairs. We gotta go. And she's like, oh, will a falsy neck do it? And just uh, she, just <laughs> the physical comedy that she is able to exert is mm-hmm. fucking I, I don't know currently is is there a, a physical comedian on this cast now I'm not watching as much uh, anymore I don't have a clue I, I think that Keenan is kind of close with his like faces and stuff yeah but that's not like Chris and yeah. Wade, you know yeah. level or maybe Marley. Beck Bennett but still not the same level yeah um, there's that also I love her Oh my god, her fucking her character on um who like one ups everybody. Yes. That's that is honestly oh, yeah. <laughs> a fucking talent. What does anybody know her name? I don't have a clue what that name I is. Forget. No, I wouldn't know. A uh, one up her uh, character, I'll just call it yeah. that. Uh I'm a I'm very partial to her <clears throat> her character who's like supposed to be this like sex bomb but she just says yeah, like these weird so fucking gross, gross things yeah. and you're like sorry what <laughs> like oh and Keen, it's usually three dudes that are like oh yeah and then she's like yeah but then I gotta take a big dookie like <laughs> 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 and then Keenan, it cuts to Keenan's face and he's like his face is just like uh what <laughs> uh, yeah I gotta take a dookie I love the one that's that's her on like celebrity word game or whatever it is and she yeah. the character oh, yeah. just can the never pyramid. yeah 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 yeah. she just always says what what the word is mm-hmm. um but does it so well where she's like oh this is like when you uh-huh. space and like that's <laughs> yeah. the answer don't let me sing about dancing <laughs> Yeah, she's Kristen Wiig's great. People are fucking yeah. idiots. The one that like makes me cry laugh consistently is her and Maya Rudolph do, being the like presenter, like, the oh prize presenters on the like, chicken. Prices, chicken right? man is yes. Ugh. <clears throat> the golf cart fucking flying by on the screen, so, crashing into shit. Uh, so, so funny. Good. It's so yeah, good. So we've funny. quoted that on. We do it still on the show. Yeah. Are you chicken, chicken man? Chicken. Is it chicken man? Uh yeah, here's a little bit of that one upper character because it's it's such a talent right. even audibly. I know. Nicole looked so beautiful. I'm so glad I brought tissues. I brought tissues too. <laughs> Probably more tissues than you. So I also brought paper towels, a beach towel, a sponge, and a sham wow. <laughs> Use them all up. They're wet. So I guess I was more emotional than you were. So. Oh. <laughs> Honey, this is Penelope. Oh, Penelope is her name. Hi, That's I'm right. June. I went to high school with Nicole. I went to college with Nicole. So. And her parents and her neighbors. We all live together in our dorms. <laughs> we also went to school with the DJ, too. So there's probably know everyone here a little better than you. 
She's just fucking good. Like I don't, she's so bad good. in Catwoman. Uh, she's bad in uh, Wonder Woman, though. I didn't see it. I still haven't seen yeah. it. I didn't. Even, I forgot that she was in it. She wasn't good. It was just weird. I mean, it just she's didn't like make sense. herself in it. Yeah. yeah, it was just weird. It didn't make sense to me. It just wasn't the right aura, I think, for it. The the last thing I'll say about Kristen Wiig that um I always get caught by surprise, uh, depending on what she is. She's she's fucking hot. Yeah. I, she like, is beautiful. She like because she plays such quirky characters. I, I never like thinking them. But sometimes when she's like uh, like dressed up or like whatever, I'm like, holy shit, she's she's fucking hot. Mm-hmm. So I remember John Hamm. Yeah, I remember her being a babe in Bridesmaids. Yeah. yeah, John Hamm like did an interview after Bridesmaids and was like, "She's hilarious and so personable, and she's gorgeous, but she'll get mad at you if you like point that out. Like she doesn't like like being." looked at sorry yeah <laughs> um but yeah she's she's a a goddamn force to be reckoned with and mm-hmm. <laughs> she's so charming <laughs> what are you watching something bro i'm watching the liza rally dress and turn off a lamp right now <laughs> <laughs> so funny uh, all right i'll get back on show oh uh, yeah okay uh, anyways <laughs> <laughs> do do yourself a service, people, and watch the fucking Liza Minnelli tries to mm-hmm. shut up a lamp. It's fucking hysterical. So yeah. good. Uh, but anyways, uh, my number two uh, host or guest on the or cast member or whatever um, is uh, also going kind of current, um, and I think he revolutionized the show when he got on. Uh, that's Andy Samberg. Really interesting. Well, you would have uh, picked him. Yeah, he was on. I made a couple lists, and he was on my first list. Wow. Um, I mean, obviously, Andy Samberg is huge outside of SNL, but <clears throat> with the modern era of SNL, uh, I'm not sure what would have happened with the digital shorts and how they work now. Yeah. Uh, but he pretty much changed the format of SNL from a normal stage uh, sketch show to uh, live pre-recorded sketches. Yeah. And. I think that very much opened up what SNL is able to do. Um, and I think he pretty much revitalized how SNL can stay, uh, you know, yeah. can, can continue to like evolve. I know they were obviously doing pre-recorded stuff back in the day with someone like the commercials, like the Schmitz gay thing is obviously a pre-recorded thing, but like the digital shorts became more of a norm. Um, and, not, and, added, and not just the norm, but like the thing that you looked forward to about yeah, for sure at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Nar- Chronicles of Narnia like blew SNL, uh, blew up SNL again because I yeah. think it was at a, it was at a down point and then that came out and then SNL became like the top dog again. Um, <clears throat> but I just think like the, all the lonely Island stuff started through SNL, uh, maybe, uh, but it got it put out there through SNL. So, you know, mm-hmm. you know, Dick in the box, big hit. And that I think helped drive lonely Island to be able to put out those albums and they're, you know, they became more in the forefront and they were able to like put out other shit. Um, <clears throat> but I just think like, you know, you think of, uh, what the fuck is the name of the sketch? It's a parody of the OC. Um, oh, the Californians. The Californians? Not the Californians. No, it's the uh, the show the OC. Uh, the show the OC, where it was. Um, they made fun of something where like somebody got shot and they played that. Uh, oh, yeah, that. Mm, what you what say? You say. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they like they kept doing it and. Um, 
that was the Andy Samberg uh, sketch, and the sketch was so funny. I watched it recently. Uh, Emojin Heap uh, was the name of the, mm-hmm. the, the artist. Yeah. But uh, it's, um, it's just such a weird little sketch that I don't think would have happened before. Um, I don't know. I just think I'm a fucking Andy Samberg mark. Uh, so I would want him on the show. I would want digital shorts uh, on this uh, current run of my SNL show. Um, yeah. His character I, work who, is so good. Right. Who was your first pick, bro? Bill Hader. Yeah. And so they like bring really different things to the show, too. Right, exactly. Uh, <clears throat> so I, you know, I just think it's, I think uh, Andy Samberg is uh, a top tier SNL uh, cast member uh, for me. Um, and I know, I'm pretty sure this person on anybody li- anybody's list, um, but he's a current member who pretty much <clears throat> does digital short style stuff, but they never use him. Uh, and yep. I wish they would, uh, because he is very funny. Um, I don't think he deserves to be on any on my list uh, just because he's not featured more. Um, but I'll have to toss him out there later on after everybody else goes, because he definitely deserves some more recognition. Um, yeah, he floated. I he floated <clears throat> around my list. Yeah, I thought about it, but uh, he doesn't do enough uh, yeah. for me to warrant him ahead of other people. But yeah, uh, Andy Sandberg, baby. Hell yeah. That's a good one, Fro. Yeah. Moving right along. Uh, Tim, number two. It, it's it's tough because, like, obviously there are people who are more classic, but I grew up with a specific era of SNL, and so mm-hmm. it's hard to not have that influence my picks. Um, Will Ferrell, I think, is the person I have to pick next. Ugh, that was going to be my next pick if uh, still available. He is so fucking funny. Everything that he does kills me. I think it's probably f- pretty famous right now, like the old prospector cut for time sketch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Picklefoot. Incredible. His movies have gotten like kind of progressively worse over the years, but like Anchorman, like both Anchorman movies still like kill me when I watch them. Like his, he just has like one of the funniest, some of the funniest characters that have ever been on or come out of SNL. Would you think that Will Ferrell is probably the biggest cast member? The biggest? Like tallest? <laughs> yeah, the tallest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th- I mean, I of honestly all time? think that I kind of think that Will Ferrell is kind of like, yeah, the biggest SNL member of all time. Uh, <clears throat> for what he did for the show. Uh, uh, I think in their times, like Chevy Chase was probably bigger, um, and maybe even Bill Murray too, to an extent. But the closest thing we have to one of those old old style comedy stars, I think. Right. I just think um, that everybody's like for sure. Will Ferrell's SNL. I think everybody just yeah. still holds on to those heydays, like Will Ferrell, like that era was like the. But it, but do you <laughs> think that? Yeah, but do you think that's maybe because his his like post SNL career wasn't as impressive as like a Chevy Chase? You know what I mean? Like he's still more associated with SNL because he didn't go on to do things that like oh, I I were better. I mean, I personally disagree because I think Anchorman threw SNL out the fucking window. Uh, sure, I think Anchorman is on a whole different level than 
SNL. All those, I think, old, like old school. That fucking was so big, uh, and I think it it dwarfs his SNL career as well. Uh, that's why I think he's like one of the biggest names to ever come out of SNL. Do you um do you listen to the the Anchorman podcast at all, Tim? No, I didn't know that existed. That sounds incredible. Yeah, he does a he does a podcast as Ron Burgundy, and it's really good. It's if you like if you like that character, it's 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 just a podcast with that character, and it's it's so good. He has a he has an assistant who is there to correct him uh, or whatever <laughs> because like he just you know he just says wildly incorrect things a lot of the time, <laughs> um, and she'll like she'll but she's always like <laughs> like very meek to interrupt him because it's just like it's you know part of the bit. Um, it's so it's so funny. He has a, one of the earlier episodes has RuPaul on. Uh, RuPaul, absolute entertainment, goddamn powerhouse. Powerhouse. Yeah. He he rolls with with Will Ferrell like it's nothing. It's so good. I do think like Ron Burgundy. It had a similar thing happen to it that Kristen Wiig did where like it just became so much a part of culture and like Borat almost where it was like Mm -hmm. even if the original thing was good it became so like distasteful because of like the place that it occupied and water cooler comedy you know what I mean like office like guys at the office quoting movies yeah I can't um, stand Anchorman I, I hate it so much because it was such a it was such the zeitgeist for a while where it's like yeah Anchorman dude Anchorman I'm like fuck that movie and I I very much dislike Will Ferrell as big characters uh because of Anchorman huh. hmm. I I love that movie and I love that character and it it reminds me of like Rick and Morty in that way where like I love that show but it has a fan base that makes it hard to love that show. Oh, the Rick and Morty um, fan base is brutal. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've yeah. heard about that. I've never encountered it personally. The Rick and Morty fan base? Yeah. Oof. They're weird. It's fucking... hard to miss it. Oh, I, I mean, I've seen like articles and I've seen people post things, but like, I've just never personally encountered a person who like ever acted that way. I've, I mean, I've, I've never I've, personally encountered it too, but I definitely know what that, that sub fucking genre of people yeah. is. <clears throat> look up every if you ever get a chance. Look up the fucking uh, the Rick and Morty fan at like McDonald's when the Szechuan sauce came out, and this fucking dude is a total fucking mutant who just gets on the counter is like, "Where's my Szechuan sauce? I'm Pickle Rick. I'm Pickle oh. Rick." And oh it's like, dude, God. chill out. And he's like, "You're a fucking loser. Get out of the fucking McDonald's now." You were there for something like that? No, no, no. I was not. I was talking about if you ever get a chance, look up the video of the fucking douchebag in a McDonald's. Just like being a fucking humiliating loser, demanding his Szechuan sauce and yelling that he's Pickle Rick. Yeah. Uh, it's very cringy. <laughs> well, that's too bad. But I mean, we'll have, I mean, you're not wrong that Will Ferrell is a <laughs> solid choice to have on your cast. For sure. What's your, uh, what's your favorite Will Ferrell sketch? Tim. Um, I love the one with, with like, I, I love the prospector one. I love the, um, awkward family dinner sketch where he's like, I drive a Dodge drive Stratus. <laughs> Stratus. <laughs> I'm very, yeah. That uh, one's great. Um, I like the, uh, the, the 
Garth Brooks devil sketch. Oh my god, I love that <laughs> one. Oh yeah. The Harry Carey stuff he did is so fucking funny. Harry Carey's very uh, funny. Mm-hmm. I also love There's the, one that uh, oh. I was going to say him and Rachel Dratch, the lovers in the oh. hot tub. <laughs> that one's good. Oh, <laughs> I mean, oh, fill the bellies with goat meat. <laughs> the um the fucking the like fashion store, the clothing store where he's tiny on the phone. fucking little tiny oh, phone. Oh yeah. <clears throat> My god, that sketch will fuck me up every single time I watch that one too. I there's one that I love where he's um a model at a nude art class. Oh yeah. That mm-hmm. He's like a he's like a hobo. <laughs> yeah. It that like one's a, great too. I have two poses, the thinker Oh, the stinker. And he just shows his <laughs> asshole. <laughs> There's one line in that that I think about all the time where he's like, you wouldn't know real art if <laughs> if it was waiting for you in the parking lot to give you hep- hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs> Which it will be. Uh, but uh, Kyle Bell can go fuck itself. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it's, like it's new metal good, now. I get it, but it's still a funny sketch. It's funny, but it's yeah. It's it's a Napoleon Dynamite of SNL. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's overplay, but it is still very high quality. Uh, I mean, it, it did. A, that's another sketch that did a whole other thing for SNL. It became a fucking cultural icon. Yeah. Hell yeah, that's a great pick, Tim. Uh, cat number two. My number two cast pick is. Uh, Jason Sudeikis. Ah, uh, he was on, he was on my list. He's wow. great. Yeah, he's uh, he's so good. He's great at character work. He's great at being like just a silent physical comedy guy. He's great at being a straight man. Like he can he can do it all. Uh, my, he just seems like somebody. such a nice guy. My favorite. Uh, yeah, he has a he has a bunch, but one that sticks out to me as a favorite sketch for mine <laughs> is. Uh, fucking when he plays the judge in Maine Justice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is such a fucking awesome sketch. I love it so goddamn much. I always, if any, I always, I still say voodoo lobster whenever I get a chance. <laughs> I also love um, the like sports announcer character that he oh, plays. Yeah. It's always like advertising like weird women's tampons and things like that. Put a baby blocker oh, in yeah. your lady locker. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> on like a stupid sports, like oh, like bowling or something like that. Speaking of rough surfaces, Vagisil. <laughs> Vagisil. <Yeah. laughs> uh, doesn't he play like a like a, a like a stripper DJ and does like a simpler a similar character like that? Oh, maybe that rings a bell. I will Just look like it up. Saying wild stuff as he brings up the strippers. Yeah. Um. I also love the uh, back to our boy Keenan. He uh, is great in those scared straight sketches. Oh with, my like, god, Keenan and Andy Samberg. Um. And also on what up with that? His. Guy that just like jumps in and does the running man fucking kills me. <laughs> the red every jumpsuit. Time. Yes. Yeah, I'm watching a little gif of that currently. <laughs> yeah, this is a, the strip club one. Hey, that's candy. Hey, we got Oops. for candy. That's candy. Oh, so sweet and bad for your teeth. That's candy. <laughs> hey, we got a hell of a crowd here at Bongo's Clown Room. Good to see so many faces. Want to say what's up to our international guests. 
here from Asia, parts unknown. You gentlemen ready to get rowdy? <laughs> That's what I like to see. Glad to have you party animals in the house. Folks, it's a bittersweet moment for me. It's my final shift here at Bongo's. Happy to report I won 9,200 bones on a scratch-off ticket. Leaving town tomorrow, gonna take my winnings to a magical place I've always wanted to go. Ohio! <laughs> so funny. He is, his, his, so vo- accurate. his voice and character work is very uh, yeah. underrated. So good. They, um, on Seth Meyers, they have this segment called Second Chance Theater, where sketches that were brought up at SNL that didn't get put on the show, he'll do them on his show. And there's one where uh, Jason Sudeikis and Will Forte were on the episode, and it was called Benjamin Franklin, where it's like a female Benjamin Franklin impersonator played by Will Forte that Jason Sudeikis gets set up on a blind date with, and they're just like instantly have chemistry. It's so funny. That's so good. And the like the the I forget the name of the potato chip company, but that's like a sketch that always stands out to me, and just about how like how much they talk about the potato chips. I I think maybe Meyer Rudolph might have been in that sketch with him. I don't remember that one. It's so fucking weird. It, it's like one of those super weird ten to one sketches. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like a job interview, I think, where Will Forte is interviewing with Jason Sudeikis and there's like a single potato chip on the table and Jason Sudeikis leaves the room and Will Forte puts the potato chip in his mouth while Jason Sudeikis is out. And then Jason Sudeikis comes back in and he's like, did you eat my potato potato chip? chip. It's like (laughs) the weirdest. And he's like spits it out on and let's. The, yeah. the potato chip being in his mouth and being covered in spit is a big part of the sketch. It's very yeah. Nice. I just remember them like arguing about a potato chip. I remember the specifics of it, but him just being like, that's my potato chip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just like his straight man stuff a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's great. He's a really talented guy for sure. Very charming. Uh, what's your final cast member pick? My final cast member pick is another recent cast, and it's Eddie Bryant. Eddie Bryant. I I think I think she is probably top three current cast, if not top. If current cast, I would probably put Keenan at number one, and I would probably put her at number two. She yeah, is so fucking good. I was so bummed. I love her like individual stuff on Shrill, and I know that she was doing a lot of that this past season of SNL, and that's why she wasn't really on many episodes. But I missed her presence. Like she doesn't even have to say anything. The faces she makes are so good. Her character work is so good. She just like fully embodies and like heightens any sketch she's in. Um, and she rarely breaks. And when she does, it's so funny because it, like is such a rare occurrence that, you know, it's like really killing her if she has to break, which is a really charming <laughs> quality. She's, she's unbelievable. I love her so much. Yeah. I can't think of any specific characters of hers, but she's another one of those like genuinely solid, uh, like, 
parts in any sketch. Yeah. There's one sketch that I think about often when I think about her. It's so funny. It's mostly her physical comedy in it. It's, um, does this person work here? And it's a sketch where people have to guess if people work in a CVS or not. And her character doesn't work there. And she's just like drop kicking like paper towels and like squirting <laughs> lotions and stuff all over the place. It's, it's so physical comedy reliant, but it's, it's so funny. God, I love her character is. where I think she's like a, like a little girl and she's like reviewing stuff. And then she's like, and Michael, Michael, Michael. Is, that the, uh, is that the travel expert on <laughs> yeah the travel expert the, on yeah, weekend yeah, update yeah. yeah she's like i saw my cousin's underwear yeah <laughs> she's so funny she's like if you want a great lakeside visit go to my aunt jeans on lake superior <laughs> yeah she's she's another solid uh all-around i think cast member yeah she's great that was awesome. Uh, Fro, what's your final cast member? Oh, I'm sorry. Not Fro. Tim. 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 <sighs> I feel unprepared. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Vanessa Bayer. That's a good one. I like Vanessa that Bayer a lot. That is a great one. She has some of my favorite SNL characters. I think the one that stands out to me the most is her poetry teacher. And it really highlights I don't think the I know thing that, that I love so much about her characters. It's, she, it's just like an extremely stereotypical like high school poetry teacher that has such specific mannerisms and like vocal tics and stuff. It's like just like such a nuanced character. Like I, I can't even do it justice. You just have to like look up this this sketches with this character, and it's sorry. Is that what you're playing right now? Yeah, I just wanted to hear it. I just want, yeah, I, I, it looks. So let's, it, it looks vaguely familiar, for sure. Job interview, thank Christ. <laughs> so, we got a poetry specialist from the Newberry Writing Workshop. Say hello to Miss Meadows. Fuck. Hello, thank you. Thanks, you guys. Okay, all right. Okay, now, let me ask you a question, okay? <laughs> what do you guys think of when you think of poetry, okay? okay. Boring, right? <laughs> Study, you know what I'm saying? Homework. <laughs> and Guess what? Poetry can be pretty cool. And in our class, <laughs> unbelievable. It's so good. Yeah, her. It's, I think her. Jacob. It's like so specific yeah. and so, but still so like recognizable and relatable. Uh, it's so good. There's no way that she isn't impersonating someone she just personally knows. It has to be, yeah. Um, When she plays the little Jewish kid, Jacob, on Weekend Update. (laughs) I love him. So good. With Bubby. uh, And (laughs) she has an issue with Michael Che. Uh, I think it's (laughs) just like some weird fucking uh, thing that she's going on with there. Um, I don't know. She's just... She's another fucking super solid person that I don't think has anything... That really sticks out. I think her Miley Cyrus work way back in the day was always good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like her uh, J-pop America fun time. Wow, dude, J-pop fun time really America good. is such a fucking funny sketch. Um, her um, my favorite my favorite sketch of hers. <clears throat> it's a digital short. Uh, it's when Ryan Gosling's hosting and the fucking Santa baby sketch. Uh, 
Holy <laughs> yeah, where fuck, Santa's, dude. They're like, Santa's real. I, they're, they're so into Santa, and they fully <laughs> believe that Santa's real. Her and Ryan Gosling. <laughs> and fucking, I think Beck Bennett is the dude hosting the thing, and he's like, yeah, Santa's here, of course. And he's I, like, I'd very much like to meet him. I just saw that for the first time, probably like a few months ago. I'd never seen really? that before. It's so good. Oh my so good. God, it's so funny. Dude, that sketch is He's so funny. He's a really that, good host. There are so many yeah. good sketches in that episode. Gosling? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That that alien sketch uh, fucking alone is on a different level. <laughs> um, the, I also, I mean, not to be that guy, but uh, I, I'm... So, I, Vanessa Bear, right? Not like... Uh, I don't know, probably not described as like traditionally like celebrity, uh, like hot. I'm mm-hmm. super attracted to Vanessa. I think Bear. it's so weird that you are so into her. Okay, I, I was gonna say I've mentioned it before. I was gonna, I was hoping for you would vouch for me. Yeah, I'm yes. very into Vanessa. Bear. You've been into her for a while, and I've always been like, huh, that's interesting. Not somebody that like, oh, Vanessa Bayer. Am I right? <laughs> I don't know. I think I, she's cute though. She's got like a girl next door, like drama kid kind of quality. Maybe that's what it is. I love those drama yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not gonna say that again. Oh, the to- the Totinos. Uh, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about those. Those are so good. My hungry boys. <laughs> My hungry boys. Yeah, she's she's good. Uh, her little bit on the uh, I think you should leave as well. <clears throat> Obviously, outside of this, slurping down pig slurping down, with yeah. these bags of shit. <laughs> so fucking funny, Matt. Have you watched fucking I think you should leave yet fully? Who's you next? stupid Who's, fucking asshole. I can tell by your eyes. Is it next week, baby? Is it next week? Yeah. Oh, I can't fucking wait. Um, hell yeah. Van- uh, Vanessa Bayer is uh, also a good choice. Everything is very kind of recent. Mm. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, I'll go with my number three, my last cast member. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, so, oh man, uh, I'm gonna have to go with um, it's one of my crushes. Uh, I love Sherry O'Terry, so I'm putting Sherry <laughs> O'Terry on the show. Hold on, you you give me a hard time over. I'm not giving you shit for it. I just I, think it's weird. Okay, well, I think this is weird. I have such a crush on Sherry O'Terry. I love her so much. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Still. So odd to me. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't really think about her much anymore, but like when she was on SNL, I like my heart fucking like leaped out of my chest every Aww. single time she was on fucking. I was like, oh my God, I love That's her. That's so cute. Um, and I was like, I think I have a shot with her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't that big of a loser. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I mean, I can't really honestly. Think of too too many specific sketches of hers. Uh, obviously, there was the um, the cheerleader sketches. I thought she was very good. She was great with uh, physical comedy, which I mm-hmm. always appreciated. With uh, appreciated, especially being a like a, a female uh, cast member that did physical comedy then, because mm-hmm. in the ske- uh, the cheerleading sketch, she was very big into like jumping through shit or falling and being like that that butt of the uh, butt of the joke um, type of character. Um, so I always appreciated that. Um, she was just loud. She was very boisterous, um, which I always very much appreciated back then too. She was she was just able to like really do well with those 
big characters back in the Will Ferrell days. Because I think that's what everything was then, was very yeah. over the top. Um, but yeah, so... Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of it. I don't really have too, too much uh, further to say about Sherry Terry. I just, like, had a crush on her. I'm putting her on my show uh, because... Because you love her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was great on the uh, the morning uh, talk show that she would do, uh, where she was, like, one of, the, like, the uh, Regis and Kathy Lee style shows. Uh, mm-hmm. She was always one of those. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, Her Barbara Walters was really good. I Barbara thought. Walters, yeah, yep. really good. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And she played that weird, uh, she, the, like she lady with all the weird fucked up makeup, and she was like a like drug addict or something fucking weird. Hmm. She was like a she was into pills. <laughs> like that's all I kind of remember. <laughs> into pills. Yeah. All right. She, she's kind of wacky. Uh, but yeah, she she was always very good. Uh, oh, uh, she was a part of the Simba Down Now. Uh, oh, yeah, Simba Down Now. Simba Down Now. Um, so I'm a big fan of Sherry O'Terry as well. And that's kind of it. All right. That's a that's good a one. Pick. Down to our last cast pick. Right? Our last mm-hmm. cast pick right here. I um, So this person has gotten mentioned already. And I am a very big fan of this person. My last cast pick is Will Forte. Sweet. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I love his very over-the-top and weird character work. Um, I think he's very underrated. I, 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 I want him to be a bigger comedic star than he is. So bad. Mm-hmm. Same. He hit really high for a while with the MacGruber thing. Um, but he kind of, again, he, well, he didn't really fall off because he had that Last Man on Earth show. Yeah, that show's great. I love that show, too. And he's so good in Sweet Tooth. He's in Sweet Tooth? Yeah. yeah. I gotta go. And I gotta go watch it. I obviously, obviously, this is the thing that he's like most known for, but we rewatched MacGruber recently. It is so fucking so funny. So funny. It really holds uh, I, up. I, die laughing at that movie i didn't um, watch it when it came out i watched it on a plane probably like only like a year and a half ago two years ago um because i just knew that i would like it and i just downloaded it and watched it you're 100 percent right it is so funny if <laughs> i love the theme was with chris and wig and he's like if you love him so much why don't you marry him and she's like she last time she's like no seriously if you love him so much why don't you two get married? <laughs> <laughs> we had watched Roadhouse like around the same time we watched MacGruber, so all of the throat rips were like hitting especially hard because Patrick Swayze does it in Roadhouse to some people and it's just like not talked about. It's just like he rips their throats and that's it. Um it's this is so very good. funny. The bit in that movie where like he they spend like ten minutes on like a team building montage of him just like pulling in these people who are like hilariously huge. Like they're all wrestlers and like these just giant guys. And then they're all in a van like one single van together and like while he's standing away it blows up uh, (laughs) because he like had some mishandled C four or something in the van and he's just like (laughs) Him running over to it, being like, "Are you guys okay?" <laughs> yeah, they're all like pink mist. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah. "Guys, <laughs> no, come no, on, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, his, uh, his ESPN character's me. name was Greg Stink. Yeah, yeah, and uh, 
Jason Sudeikis's was Peter Twinkle. <laughs> I don't remember Will Forte being very like straight man characters ever on SNL. At least I can't remember any of those sketches. Yeah, no, he definitely wasn't. Yeah, all of his over the top like, ones were. Yeah, on a different level. Uh, Matt, if you get a chance, or all, all three of you, uh, look up a picture of Will Forte with the half shaved head. It's very yeah. Oh, that's, that's from Last from Man on Earth. Last Man on Earth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, it was a very wild look, for sure. Very weird. <laughs> I'm seeing pictures of it now. I and think it's someone fucking strange. I forget. I think someone forces him to wear that as a punishment or something like that. The um, so one of the reasons I watched McGrooper was because uh, Chris Jericho's in it. And he talked about it. Uh, he talks about it in one of his in his latest book. Um, and the scene he has with them. Because uh, Chris Jericho took like training at the Groundlings or whatever, mm-hmm. and the scene that he has with them, he was he wasn't even supposed to have a line in the movie, and he just improved the whole scene with uh, Will Forte, and they just kept it in the movie. And it's, it's so, so good. short. It's well, it's good, but it's short. Yeah, he, well, there wasn't even supposed to be a line to begin with, but this is during the recruitment scene that uh, <laughs> Tim was talking about. It's only a minute long. Frank always wants to go it alone. McGruber, I thought you were dead. <laughs> ah, last time I saw you, you had a grenade launcher in one hand and an M16 in the other. And you had just ripped a dude's throat out with your bare hands. Classic McGruber. So, uh, looks like you're keeping your bod pretty tight. You're looking pretty good yourself. Well, every day's a workout when you got to carry around a 20-pound python in your jeans. You and your dick comments. It's fun to say them. It's fun to hear them. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> so that whole thing, just like Chris Jericho just like riff with them. So good. It's so funny. But um, one 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 sketch that I think uh, it's fun to hear them. It's fun, it's fun to say them. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, have you ever seen his trick or treat uh sex offender sketch? Maybe I just don't remember. Mm, it, it's, with yeah, John Hamm. It's so good. Does it ring your bell? So it pretty much the premise is, you know what? I'm just gonna play it. Trick or treat. Can I help you? Well, that depends. Do you have any Kit Kat bars? Heck, I'll take anything without toffee. It's a real bitch on the fillings. Hey, don't call me a bitch. You're the bitch, bitch. What? <laughs> Seriously, though, trick or treat. Aren't you a little old to be trick or treating? Wait, is 43 too old to be in the Halloween spirit? And by spirit, I don't mean ghost. Heck, I'm not that old. What? <laughs> He closes the door on him. There's a a bit here. It's so good. Look, I realize this is a little unusual, but, you know, I just moved into the neighborhood, and, you know, I figured I'd use trick-or-treating as an excuse to get out and make some new friends. I I apologize for being so awkward. No, you know, that's that's quite all right. Uh, That wasn't very neighborly of me, and I apologize. Uh, Bob Peterson. Jeff Montgomery. Pleasure to meet you. You know, this doesn't excuse my behavior, but... uh, I hope you'll accept a Reese's peanut butter cup. Bob, I couldn't think of a better welcoming gift. Thank you. <laughs> and just, just out of curiosity, what exactly is your Halloween costume? I'm a sex offender. <laughs> Excuse me? I'm a sex offender. <laughs> For Halloween. <laughs> a sex offender. Yes, yeah, pretty convincing, huh? Here, watch this. 
I'm Jeff Montgomery. By law, I'm required to inform you that I'm a repeat sex offender. I'll be living in your neighborhood. It's a great costume, right? <laughs> it's such a funny bit. <laughs> <laughs> so good. He has, a, he has an update character that he would do that was like a disgraced senator. Uh, it was like caught being like a pedophile or something like that. And he would come out to read statements and he would like flip through cue cards as he was reading his statements. But every time they would end at a place that was like really incriminating. And then like the next word would would be on the next card and it would like be less incriminating so it'd be like in my life i have touched many pages and he's like and then the next card's like of studies that's so about funny. pornography yeah it's like really great uh the last thing i'll say about the will forte is there's, there's a sketch where he plays a basketball coach and uh peyton manning is the host and he does a dance to get the team riled up and it's I I cried, laughed so hard when I watched it, and I can't ever, ever. The only way I can find it is by someone recording their TV screen on YouTube. <laughs> I it's one of those. It's it's so fucking good. If you can ever find that Peyton Manning uh, basketball uh, halftime coach sketch, if you can find it, send it to me. Like a good quality <laughs> of it, I gotta see it again. It's so fucking good. Uh, but that will yeah, will fortunately it's my last cast pick for sure. Uh. So now what are we doing? Are we doing host or musical guest? Musical, musical guest. guest. Okay. That's easy for me. Uh, so the musical guest that I would put on my episode of SNL is uh, Ghost. I would put Ghost on there. I knew that was going to be on there. Of course. Uh, they're probably the most um, like mainstream ease of access band I can think of that I'm like really into. I also they're, – they're very big visually. So I think they would play well on TV, uh, and their their stuff is like I said, it's 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 pretty palatable as far as like a, what, what is considered the metal genre, even though it's eh, it's 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 like arena rock kind of. Uh, I'd say a little bit more, but um, it's 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 awesome. So I would definitely put Ghost as my musical guest, and it'd be, it'd be a Halloween episode. It'd be fucking sick, dude. <laughs> Nice. Uh, yeah. Ghost. Any uh, any sick. any ghost fans out there, uh, friends? Hell no. Yeah, I know Frodo doesn't like good music, so that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I like the concept of them. I've just never actively checked out their music yet. Same. Uh, really, it's yeah good. It's it's like kind of like I said, it's like a poppy like arena kind of kind of rock. Um, but they're it's it's a big heavy gimmick, which I'm very much into. The sing mm-hmm. it's all the singers, baby. Right, the singer writes all the music and does the whole thing, um, which I, I also think is is awesome. But the I can't believe I ever heard Ghost. Did they end? They ended up changing singers too, right? So recently, it's, no, it's part of the bit. So okay. the bit is is that there's always like a new like the singer. So the first album, it was Papa Emeritus the first, and he was a pope. And then the second album ushered in a new pope, Papa Emeritus the second, and then the third for the third album. So it, it kind of follows like a religious uh, concept with, you know, ushering in new popes. And okay. then for the fourth album, it was actual um, Cardinal Copia was the new singer, but it's all the same guy. It's all played by the same okay, guy. Got it. The mask and the makeup changes here and there. 
But what's cool about it is that it's all follows like a storyline and they put out like little uh, like videos here and there about like the behind the scenes of what's going on. But the singers debut and they all they all have the changing of the guard at live concerts just randomly. So whenever <laughs> there's going to be a change or like a new album or something's happening during the tour, some night on the tour on like the last show, they'll have a big like production and then these like cloaked people will come out and like take away the singer, right? And then they have like a big ceremony ushering in the new singer who's just the same guy with like a different costume and it's like this new chapter in the story that they're kind of that the guys like you know quasi telling um cool that's pretty sick it is cool because like out of nowhere i'll just like nothing will be going on then all of a sudden you know ghost will have a show or or well, i mean obviously not super recently but it you know he gets dragged off and it's it's really 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 sick and awesome but i can't believe you never heard it what would you think ghost sounds like if you've neither of you have heard him i've definitely heard it uh cat have you heard it i've not heard it i would guess it's like uh like a sludgy black metal um really okay so i'll play you yeah. I'll, I'll play this like the one of their one of their hits oh you here. don't have to you oh, don't shut have up to. cat uh, cat sorry let's get cat yeah shut name. up cat i yeah, didn't cat. say anything you shut up and listen because you're gonna I'm gonna rock your socks off uh no this is ghost this is what they sound like this is from uh, their latest full length So, I mean, it's like, it's like pretty poppy. Yeah, that's actually not what I would have expected. No, but like the whole thing is like satanic, like devil worship. <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> when the vocals come in. I could fuck with this. It's pretty, it's pretty rocking. And like, they're all, they're very tongue in cheek about their gimmick, which makes it even more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a great time. It's 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 an aesthetic I, I like, and I like the concept, and I, I like the commitment to the to the bit. So I think visually it'd play very well. I think I've told stories of when I I've gone to see the first time I went to go see Ghost, um, before they play, like for like the half an hour before they're like they go on, they just pipe in like a little like uh, like fog and frankincense, so the whole place smells like a church. That's so smart. And yeah, and they and like they come out, and the singer's got uh, he's swinging the the incense burner, and he's in a full uh, satanic pope robe with like upside like a pope hat, but the it's got an upside down cross on it. It's fucking sick. That does sound pretty sweet. Yeah, it's a great show. It's a great theatrical event. So that'd be my musical guest for sure. Yeah, I bet that would be cool. Having something very that theatrical would be awesome for us. Yeah. Yeah. I. It happens sometimes. It depends on the band. I I don't remember the last time SNL has had something like that. I I always appreciate a musical act that you know tries to put on like a a good production like that. Yeah. But that's my pick. So Fro, you're up. Uh, I'm gonna go with somebody who I just think it always usually puts out bangers, and that's I'm gonna put my boy uh, a musical guest. Bruno Mars! You son of a bitch! That's a really good one. <laughs> uh, my boy Bruno. Um, 
he puts out bangers, and I think he also has the ability to appear in sketches. Um, yeah, because he's so fucking talented um, that he usually is also able to work on that end, which I kind of also wanted to incorporate. Um, so I think he's- Bruno Mars is a. a- a good fit for uh, an episode or two. He's such a great showman too. He, like, is. he just puts on an amazing show. So like, like you were saying, Matt, if there it was like someone that had like some kind of visual spectacle or just like stage presence, he's perfect for that. I, Absolutely. I think he's arguably and I, I, he, I know people do recognize him for this, but I don't think he gets the, the notoriety from it enough. He, he's like, He's our generation's Michael Jackson, Prince, whatever like yeah. icon at that level is, hands down, easily. Oh, I easily. can only imagine yep. how bad people would fucking lose their mind of hearing you say that. <laughs> He's like our like our James Brown. Kind I don't of. know like why. Just, yeah. Why would people lose their mind from me saying that? Uh, because people are finicky. They're uh, they're not finicky. Um, his idiots. his songs are always yeah, super catchy. They're very easy to listen to. They're not bad. He can fucking dance. He can move. He's very, uh, you know what else too, which I'll, I'll give him credit for, is he's very respectful uh, to his group, right? I know it's Bruno mm-hmm. Mars, but he's always letting people in his musical group shine and like sing full verses or entire songs. Um, and it's it's something you don't really see very often. I think it's pretty cool. But uh, And he's, he's he, like, he loves music. Like that's the thing is like he's in it for the music. Obviously, fame and everything is on there. But he's like an amazing songwriter. Uh, like so, a lot of the shit is he wrote it. He's also four feet yeah. tall. <laughs> he's a little. He's a little <laughs> teeny. Uh, and I, I've I've put this out there before too. But like the Bruno Mars Amy Winehouse tribute thing uh, song for he does Valerie. <clears throat> God, what a fucking amazing performance! His Super Bowl performance years ago was like on a different level uh, where I was like, holy fuck. This yeah, dude we've jams. seen him live yeah. a couple it's times one of, it's, it's have been you really? incredible. Yep. I'm jealous as fuck. And, and it's one of those things where like, I don't think of myself as somebody who gives a fuck about choreography or whatever and, but his shows are so well choreographed. Like there, it's just like, he has a band of like horn players come out uh, and they're all doing like this choreographed dance, like throughout the whole song. Just like the way that he incorporates his band into the dance choreography is like something that I had never seen before, and it it's so fucking cool. And just like a showmanship that I don't think a lot anybody's matching right now. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah, it's, um, it's definitely a um, it, it's a lost art that the, what he does. Yeah, and I'm I I wish people would stop saying that he's uh he's cultural he's doing cultural appropriation. I was like, dude, fucking Who's, fuck off. Who says bit. that? You know who fucking says it? No, I don't. Soft ass people who just low status just, fucking people. I I've heard people call him a hack because he he's like so similar to like his dancing is just like pure james brown you know what i mean like so it's less that it's i've heard fewer criticisms about it being appropriation and more about it being like a him being a ripoff of like the people that he's inspired by but which is he like does it so well that me. it's like yeah i, I don't understand how I mean, you can't you can't pull from inspiration like it's fucking 2021 like 
yeah, man, he's going to fucking be inspired by other people and he's going to do, you know, he's going to make songs that are similar to whatever back in the day. Like, it's his love for that music. So, so he, here, and put his own spin on it. Like, well, yeah. here, here's what I was going to say about that whole thing. No one's coming out there being like, Bruno Mars is the most original artist that anyone has ever heard in their fucking life. No, that's not what anybody's <laughs> saying. What we're saying is that he executes it at such a higher level than the than peers around him. There's no what what fucking art like pop artist around today is like reinventing the fucking wheel. Um, I mean, uh, what's her face? Um, young girl, barely, like sing solo. Billie yeah. Eilish. Billie Eilish is like a little bit unique, but even her, I think she's like a little. Like a like Lord 2.0, and even Lord is out now, and she doesn't sound anything like she sounds how she used to. Because I feel like people would accuse her of being like a Billie Eilish ripoff when I feel like she was Billie Eilish before Billie Eilish was. Yeah, I, people, I do have to suck. shout out. I have to shout out my boy Frank Ocean because I feel like he's very original and and yeah, but he just sounds like an R and B dude for pop music. But like uh, song structure wise and all that type of stuff, it's extremely out there and experimental. Ain't no Primus. Um, yeah. Well, Primus is the most recent fucking unique fucking band out there. <laughs> Only Primus sounds like Primus. Uh, yep. Uh, but yeah, uh, Bruno Mars, that's my musical guest. That's a good one. He's an entertainer through and through. Uh, Tim, you're up. Musical guest. I think I'm going to go with Run the Jewels. Whoa. Um, I don't think I know what I just, they sound like. They're I just, used to a, hate this band, uh, this uh, rap group duo, and I just recently became a huge fan. Uh, they're actually awesome. They're uh, so good. Can I ask you for what? Because I think that's such a unique, not a unique, I think it's an interesting thing you just said. What happened that made you shift from one extreme to the other? Um, I think uh, I think originally it was like, I saw them at Boston Calling, uh, Boston Calling, and I was like, "Man, this is just a, a white people fucking rap group. <laughs> white people love Run the Jewels, and that's what it was." I was like, "They're everywhere," uh, and I was like, "Fuck this, fuck them." And I also didn't care for new rap. I'm, I was not a big fan of it. Um, and I watched them at Boston Calling. I was like, "Why do people fucking love this? This just sounds like new generic shit." And then. I started to appreciate Killer Mike more uh, over time, and oh, then he's in this? yeah, Killer Killer Mike and LP. Um, oh, okay, I get and it. Like Bernie, uh, Bernie Sanders supporters. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe. Um, but yeah, so and so Killer Mike. Uh, during obviously all the rioting and all that shit last year, they put out a new album and. Uh, I, I one of the things came on. I was like, "Oh, okay, this actually isn't bad." So then I listened to it. I was like, "Oh, what am I doing? Th- this shit rules." <laughs> uh, so a lot of their stuff is actually pretty awesome. Um, I like their. Um, I'm looking at their album covers on uh, Spotify. I like this concept of Run the Jewels one, two, three, and four, and the album covers all the same, but the colors are a little different. Yeah, it's the it's yeah. the um, the gun and fist. Yeah, I think that's cool. Uh, I mean, they did things with Marvel. Uh, it's wild i think um, they got introduced by like a producer or something at um adult swim who was like r- big into like alternative hip-hop he was like he basically got lp and killer mike and was like you should do music together and they eventually did and uh it's it's such a cool duo because they're both like 
great rappers. I think really good lyricists. I love um, their rap, but LP is also a producer and he just has like these extremely hard hitting beats that he does. He, he talks about being like very influenced by hard rock and that sort of a thing. And Hmm. like uh, Zach De La Roca from uh, Rage Rage Against the Machine is on, he features on like all of their albums and it's like, it's so weird to hear like him rapping over like traditional, more traditional style hip hop beats, but it works so well. And you can see how that type of rock put on, put on run the jewels, close your eyes. Close your eyes. That's yeah. That's maybe my favorite song of theirs. Holy shit! Uh, this song fucking is a fucking straight banger. Uh, so, am I gonna like this more than uh, Rico Nasty? N- no, you're gonna still love Rico Nasty. Okay, this, this song uh, fucking rules. All right, here we go. Run them jewels fast. Run them, run them jewels fast. Run them, run them, run them, run them, run them. Fuck the slow mo. Oh, this is good. And obviously that that's Zach from Rage. Hey. That beat is just fucking good. <laughs> it's so good. And Zach's verse yeah. later on is fantastic. That sounded pretty good. I I, I really love the name of the so, group, though. I will say that. I think Run the Jewels is a fucking sick name for something. I don't even know what it is or what really it means, awesome. but it's cool. I love uh, so I love their music a lot. I love the dynamic of these two guys like doing this like super group, and then I we've seen them live. <laughs> they opened for Lord uh, a few years ago. We went specifically to see them, but they were opening for Lord, so it was just like a a sea of like fifteen year old girls at the TD Garden, and then like a handful of people who were there to see Run the Jewels, and they're like very kind of like dirty on stage they're old they're kind of like late <laughs> yeah. 30s early 40s and so like they were really cool about that they were like just pretend that we're like your drunk uncles that got invited to the cookout like some of you are going to need to like some of your parents are going to have to give you the run the jewels talk on the ride home like they just <laughs> did like a a pretty great job of like calling attention to the fact that it's weird that they're on tour with lord but like it's fine and fun and like just go with it sort of a thing. Um, I, so I just, I think they would be like really fun and potentially funny and could have potential to be like good in sketches too. Cause they're just like cool, goofy dudes. For sure. That's a good one. Uh, that's a good one. Fro. No, no cat, 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 cat. You're up. Cat. Are you even here? Cat, you muted yourself. It says so. Yeah, we can't hear you. Yeah, you got to click on your thing. There you go. Sorry. Hi. <laughs> um, so mine would be another entertainer who just like puts on such a show um, and is always a party. And that is my girl, Kesha. Oh, Kesha. Girl That's loves Kesha. Pre or post uh, like drug fueled Kesha. Drug fueled any, any Kesha. Old old Kesha would be drug fueled Kesha. New Kesha yeah. is like she's kind of eased up on that uh, shit. Is she still good though? Yeah, she's got some really solid bangers on her last two albums. Um, she has a couple songs on one of her more recent albums with the Eagles of Death Metal that are like actually really great. There's one called Boogie Feet, and it's so just like silly and fun. Um, so I'll take either Kesha. We saw her live a couple years ago, and she had like 
confetti cannons and like costume changes and this big weird like ufo on stage like she's just ready to have a good time and i feel like that's what you need out of an snl musical guest is like some kind of spectacle during their performance but i feel like she would also be into some really weird sketch stuff like a 10 to 1 you could put her in um she's great i love her i um i remember her being huge uh, at the time, and then she, you know, got embroiled in some like legal battles, mm-hmm. and she kind of fell out of the limelight for a bit while that was going on. Yep. And I haven't, Finish. I haven't seen. I mean, I, it, it, I heard that she's like a lot different now, like musically. Um, she is. Yeah, she does. She's got more like folky stuff. Um, folky. Like folky. I definitely don't think of folky. It's definitely not I, TikTok. Right. type of music okay. anymore uh, yeah. I mean, she probably has some of that like she still has a song she still here has or there like some that of those, yeah like she's got some club bangers for sure but now that she is like free of her musical contract she definitely takes some more risks um which i appreciate like she's got some weird kind of like she's dolly parton's it's on much, one of her songs and it's much less clubby and yeah. it's maybe like more what i would associate with like a Miley Cyrus doing like five years ago or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. That's a good comparison, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I do, I do like her her old music. So I was I was always hesitant to try out her new stuff. Her old music. I personally is super prefer fun. her old music to her new music, but she still has some good new songs. Yeah, she's got some good bangers. Would it be a situation? Because I always think this is. I, I totally understand an artist wanting to try new things and grow. Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever I encounter something like that, I I try to think of it, I try to frame the lens that I, I view that new music as, would I like this if this artist was brand new and I've never heard of them before? You know what I mean? Like I try yeah. to shake myself with the stigma of what they used to sound like. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like, this sucks. This isn't TikTok. I think... There are some of her newer songs where I think if I heard them and I didn't know who she was prior to this, that I would still like them. Yeah, see, that's 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 great. Yeah, same. And she's not above doing her hits. Like when we saw her, she did TikTok and We Are Who We Are and that kind of stuff. So she's like, she knows what her fans want to hear. And she just is like, I want all of my shows and performances to just like be a party and be about fun and just like connecting through the music and dancing and having a good time. So she's like not above doing her club stuff. So that's awesome. That's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Sick. So you're also on first host. Mm-hmm. My first host or my number one choice for my host, I got to go with my boy, my um, American gem. I'm sorry, Tim, but Steve Martin. Oh, there you go. Big I thought you were going to say Steve Harvey. No, no. Steve Martin, my boy. I love him so much. Um, he's one of those hosts where, like, they were basically a cast member. Um, he's just... He's an iconic comedian actor. He always makes me smile. Like we every year on Christmas we watch his Christmas sketch, his Christmas wishes. Um which is a classic. Have you guys seen that? It's so good. It might it might be worth playing. It's kind of short. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, I don't, I don't think it. I've ever seen it. Steve Martin, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was not. He was not on the show. Like, he wasn't like a cast member. No, he's just hosted so he many. Just hosted times. a lot. Yeah, and because he's friends with Dan Aykroyd and Martin Short, would just like be there. Is it a song? No, it's like a segment. Okay, it's old. I think right? it's like one one yeah, wish old. at Christmas or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I will, I will find it. Because uh, um, I see like a reprise one, and I'm sure it's from like that. Um, um, like when they had like oh the 40th anniversary, I'm, I'm sure it's not from that. Yeah, I'll find it. Keep talking. No, but it's just older like, than that. Yeah, like his King Tut song is a classic, and the two wild and crazy guys that he did with Dan Aykroyd, and like he just he has some bits and some characters that are like iconic to SNL, even though he wasn't a cast member. That's why I thought he was a cast member because that yeah. the 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 two uh, wild and crazy guys thing, I always thought they were just right. Yeah, on the show. Um, <laughs> That's like kind of weird that I just I'm just finding out that Steve Martin was not a cast member. <laughs> and I think he like he has great character actors, but he can play such a good straight man, and like he's obviously musically inclined, so he's like multi talented, just so easygoing. His movies are so great too. Yeah. Um, we watched a bunch of them over quarantine. Uh, LA Story is really good. Uh, I'm obsessed with um, how good Dirty Rotten Scoundrels is. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? I have not. I've heard of it. I know what it is. I've never seen it though. It's it's so fucking good. It's like maybe my favorite Steve Martin movie. Yeah. But. Him and Michael Caine. It's Michael fantastic. Caine. And even um, Com- competing like hustlers, but Stephen yeah. or Steve Martin plays like such a perfect idiot in it. And we watched one that like the trailer didn't look great, but it's him and Lily Tomlin, and Lily Tomlin's like character dies and her spirit goes into Steve Martin. So he's just doing some insane physical comedy work, <laughs> and you're just like, how is this possible? I didn't know people could move that way. Like it's. I've He's never the best. Yeah, I I can't find that, that original sketch. I can only find the the reprise of it, like the newest, like a newer version of it. It's Steve Martin, but this is all I this is the best I can do. I had four wishes that I could make this holiday season. Oh wait, hold on. First would be. Um. This is it. Okay, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> and if I had four wishes that I could make this holiday season, the first would be the crap about the kids. <laughs> Second be for the 30 million, the third would be for all the power, and the fourth would be to set aside one month each year to have an extended 31-day orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it was. I'm sure there's probably more. Yeah, but I just so, put yeah there's way more to it's, it. It starts out with him being like, if I had one wish for the holiday season, it would be that all the children across the world could join hands and sing a song of unity or something like that. And he's like, and if I could have two wishes, it would be uh, some the kids in the unity and the singing the song. And then also me having $30 million. And oh. it just like gets like more and more <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> that's funny. Oh, selfish what? as it goes along. Mm-hmm. I totally fucking stepped all over that by playing that shit clip then. Uh, but you kind of get the the gist yeah. of the tone at least. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, all right, that's a great one. Uh, Tim, who's your host? 
Uh, well, Steve Martin would have been my first choice, but I think I will go with John Mulaney. Wow, that's a, uh, that's a good, ho- that's a great host. Really? Every episode like- he's on is on on a different level. Yep. Yeah, I that's that's part of why I'm picking him. It's I just think he elevates every uh, episode that he's on. I think he he can just seamlessly be in the cast and be really funny. I love the the kind of recurring thing that they've done where they'll like do sketches that he couldn't get to work or he couldn't get to air when he was a writer on the show, but they're doing him now that he's a host. Like that's really cool. They're the I really loved the um what Lobster Diner was the first one, right? Yeah. That they did. Jesus uh, that was really great. So out of control. <laughs> it, it, it's insane, and and they keep like trying to like recreate the magic of that every time he hosts, and it's never quite as good. But um, just in general, I think he's um, he's he's great across the board in terms of like being a good performer and elevating the sketches that they do. And then also, just my favorite hosts are always stand up comedians because I just I love the uh the monologue so much more i just i I feel like it's it's like a thing for stand-ups to do like something really great and funny in their snl monologue they like really try to make something special out of it and i just i usually feel like they do a great job of doing that and he's no exception there that's a good one i don't remember that lobster sketch Oh my god! It's like it's, it's like Les Mes, but with lobsters. Basically, like Keenan comes out in like a French, like soldier suit, and he's got these big pincers, and they wheel him onto stage, and like this big lobster tank, and he has this huge musical number. He's all about those musicals. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like him, uh, Matt Stone, and Trey Parker should get together and do something. That would be great. Have you seen the Sack Lunch Bunch? Yeah, that I I I watched it. Um, I think I didn't like it too too much. It, it I just raised it as being like a very musical heavy thing that he's done. That, yeah, uh, yeah. It the first time we watched it, I was like, eh. But then it grew on me. Like the songs would get stuck in my head, and I was like, all right, I I can appreciate this for what this was meant to be now. Right. But it is weird. All right. So Johnny, Johnny M. Yeah. What do you think of his uh, recent divorce, huh? I was like initially upset about it at first, but then I was like, I don't know their marriage. Like everybody's relationship is different. So I can't judge what happened and like celebrity gossip blogs I follow were like, Oh yeah, they were like their marriage was basically over when he went into rehab. So he went into rehab. He did. Yeah. From like December to February, he was in rehab. Oh, I didn't know that for what drunk drunken. Um, they never drunken just alcohol, yeah. get yeah. back on cocaine. It was never like fully yeah, disclosed, but yeah, Coke and booze is the assumption. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. But he's, He's got a new hour um, that he's working on based on his rehab experience. He sold out 21 shows in Boston at the Wilbur. Yeah, um, I saw that. You going to any of them? We That's are, insane. Yeah. I can't believe that. That's yeah, we're going to a, 21 shows. Show. Mm-hmm. That's a Good lot of him. work. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot yeah. of shows. He's been like running it a bunch, I guess, and 
comedy clubs across the U.S. So I'm excited to see what it's like and, and hear what he went through. So it should be interesting. For sure. I'm like, it's so late. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like yawning. I think I'm going to skip the fan stuff when, as soon as we're done. Um, <laughs> it's too late. It's almost midnight on a fucking work night, man. Yeah. Um, bro, you're up. My my guest host uh, is going to be, and your host, Justin Timberlake. Oh, that's a oh, good one. That's a good one. Justin Timberlake. He's, he's one of those ones that just like uh, surprise you for sure. Yeah, like he, he should, should be in the cast. Yeah. 100%. Like he's hosted so many, he's hosted several, several times. Uh, and he he always does such a good job with the acting bits. He's he's mm-hmm. funny. Um, obviously, he has the association with the Andy Samberg, uh, so the, uh, the Lonely Island stuff, Dick in a Box, uh, uh, Mother Lover, and Three... Uh, uh, three way, three way, yep. yeah. Um, but he also like his um his mascot character. Uh, uh, bring it on down, 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 down to yeah. yeah, bring yeah. it on down to round and round. That like, for some reason mm-hmm. that's always like gotten me every single time. Um, he does like a good job at being able to like poke fun of himself, do whatever. He's uh he has no problem being silly. Um, I I fucking love. The Bee Gees sketch with Jimmy Fallon. So good. God damn, is that sketch that so funny? Incredible. And there's no reason for it to be. The, the yeah. fucking uh, uh, Barry, the Barry Gibbs talk show. Talking the talking Barry Gibbs talk show. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? What do you mean? <laughs> and, he, and Justin Timberlake's playing the fucking straight lace character of mm-hmm. I don't know which which BG it Robin, is, but he's I got the, maybe, yeah. but he's got the fucking fake teeth in and. They're just so silly when they're poking out, uh, and, he's, and he does his little British accent. But Jimmy Fallon screaming at Justin Timberlake in that Barry Gibbs voice is <laughs> the fucking funniest. What, what the hell are you talking about? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? Ah, you son of a bitch! Like it's just so fucking funny. Um, he, yeah, he's he's hilarious. Uh, Justin Timberlake fucking kills it anytime he's on the show. He really does a good job. And then let's say. Bruno Mars falls out. There you go. You got yourself a backup uh, musical That's guest true. as well. That's a good Some- point. Somebody that can do a twofer, uh, which is awesome. Um, so I think that's always a special uh, thing to kind of have. Um, but yeah, my boy Justin Timberlake, um, you know, fuck that in sync stuff. That's in the <laughs> past. Solo Justin Timberlake is on point. Yeah. Uh, Justin Timberlake Agreed. is a is a fucking actually uh, cool uh, human being. Um, I'm very into the idea of Justin Timberlake, so you know it's gonna be there's, May all day for me. <laughs> there's one sketch that I remember, um, which is like a boat coming across to America from Europe, and it's Justin Timberlake's ancestors and Andy Samberg's ancestors talking together, and it's Andy uh, Justin Timberlake's ancestors being like, my great grandson will be a famous entertainer and he'll have a wonderful voice or whatever. And then uh, uh, Andy Samberg's ancestors are like, yeah, our our great grandson will he will be in entertainment as well. And they're like, well, is will he have a good voice? And he's like, eh, it's a passable voice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just like it's super self aware, and they like do this whole. There's like a whole like Britney Spears reference in it too that they like predict in their conversation that's really funny 
Um, uh, I vaguely remember that. I'm looking at a picture of that uh, sketch right now. Uh, Andy Samberg is very Jewish looking. <laughs> yeah. he, he looks like a, your, your, your classic, like what you would think a Jewish guy would look like in the fucking, I don't know, Titanic era. Mm-hmm. It's like Big if you were trying beard. to be offensive, how you would dress. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, my boy, uh, Justin Timberlake is going to be my, uh, my guest host for the episode. That's a great pick. Uh, that is a great pick. All right, so my ho- my guest host is probably a current person, but um, I think I don't think this person gets enough credit as how, how good of a host they are and how funny they are. They're you know they were known for comedic movies anyway, but my guest host is Jonah Hill. That's a great <laughs> pick. That's funny. His um, the kid that's always at the hibachi place. Yep. It's his birthday. Yeah. <sighs> it's so it, it's so that's a great character. The this once one of my favorite sketches from SNL is the boss dinner one. Yeah, where he keeps. Have you seen this? Where he sneaks off to the bathroom during a boss dinner because he's super nervous and he just starts screaming things, but everyone can hear him. <laughs> yeah. It's so fucking good. I'm I'm playing now. I'm waiting for. Everything looks yeah. delicious, Mrs. Banks. This is um, quite a handsome Cobb salad. <laughs> Thank you, Jeffrey. It's actually a Waldorf salad. Of course it is. May I be excused for a moment? <laughs> oh, uh, sure. Bathroom's right behind you. Thanks. So, uh, Mike, you know, I heard you were, uh, you were gonna buy. Blowing it! (laughs) Salad! It's a freaking Waldorf! Yeah! Your son was right! You are a pussy! (laughs) It's so good. And at the end of it, he comes out just wearing makeup. (laughs) And he's just sitting there. And they're like, are you wearing makeup? He's like, no. <laughs> it's just like this <laughs> shittily applied women's makeup that he just finds in the bathroom. Oh. He's so he's good. the guy that's in the um, Liza Minnelli sketch as well. Yes, he is. I love any time a host can get on the show and just blend in and they seem like they've always been a part of the cast or they're not sticking out. Like, to me... um any host where they have to play themselves or do a mock version of something that they're popular for, like a Game of Thrones person playing their Game of Thrones character or something like that. I'm like, this is not a good host choice and you just didn't know what to do with them. But when you can just write regular sketches with weird characters and have the host just like step in and and like Anya Taylor-Joy and Timothy Chalamet on the most recent season, I felt were like that too, where they just wrote regular sketches and then they were just like, oh yeah, you can do this part. And they just like sold it. Hmm. That's such an incredible point that I, I've i always kind of agreed with in the back of my head, but was never able to ar- articulate it. That's right on the money. If if the host, like everything you just said is so correct. It's unbelievable. Yeah, like if they don't have to write a sketch for the host, if they can just write sketches and the host fits in, perfect. Just the fact that it was just like, like you said, like uh, if they're like on from Game of Thrones and they can only do a Game of Thrones spoof, 
Like right. that's, that's a that's a good tell yeah. that this is not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, well said. That's very well said. Uh, all right, so that's uh, that's all of our lists. Anybody else have any thoughts on Jonah Hill? Any good Jonah Hill memories? <clears throat> I mean, yeah, the Benihana kid is always funny. Yeah. Uh, he's <laughs> he's versatile because he goes from being skinny to fat, so he's he can do so much on the show as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. There's a a great digital short where he's like hooking up with Andy Samberg's dad, and it's <laughs> oh, just yeah. like him like breaking the news to him about that at like a dinner. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I funny. forgot all about that sketch. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like everyone, he, he has such great sketches, but they're not for, for no fault of their own. They're just not memorable for some reason. Mm. They don't break the zeitgeist of like everyone's like, oh, did you see that? You see that? You see that? Uh, but yeah, that's our show. Uh, Tim, I got any plugs? I did my show plugs early on, so other than that, I think I'm good. All right, Kat, any plugs? Um, I'll plug wasted-minds.com where you can hear Tim and I on some other podcasts. Um, and then you can find me on the um, soon-to-be-rediscovered episodes of Encyclicomica. Yeah. The rest of the episodes should be uh, coming out soon, uh, maybe this week. Uh, yeah, so throw any plugs? Yeah, uh, if you want, you can go on Amazon and get a uh, Casa smart plug and or a wise smart plug. Uh, <laughs> update your house into a smart home. So, uh, yeah, check that out. All right. <laughs> you know what? I like that. It's a good bit. Uh, yeah, normally we would read the show uh, some fan fan suggestions here but uh it's nearly midnight yeah we all gotta work yeah. tomorrow so yeah there were some good ones so go to the make sure that you are a fun butt on the uh facebook group that's right become so a fun butt the, uh, the lists yeah do that become a fun butt at make fun uh, dot network or search make fun network on facebook join the group become a fun butt participate in those discussions there's some great ones going on now typically we read uh those lists but man it is late and we gotta go to bed so, mm-hmm. Tim, Kat, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Of course. Uh, Fro, thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, thanks for joining us. No problem. And as always, smell you later. <laughs>